This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, October 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, John Gruden resigned as coach of the Las Vegas Raiders after emails he sent before being hired in 2018 contained racist, homophobic, and misogynistic comments. Gruden released a statement Monday uh, Monday night saying, I have resigned as head coach of the Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be dist- uh, to be a distraction. Thank you to all of the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone. He stepped down after the New York Times. Times reported uh, that Gruden frequently used used uh, misogynistic and homophobic language directed at Commissioner Roger Goodell and others in the NFL. It was a rapid downfall for him, uh, who in his four year uh, in the fourth year of the ten year one hundred million dollar contract he signed with the Raiders in two thousand eighteen. It started on Friday when the Wall Street Journal reported that Gruden used a racist term to describe NFL Union Chief Demari Smith in the two thousand eleven email to former Washington executive Bruce Allen. The email were discovered in a workplace misconduct investigation into the Washington football team, but ended up costing Gruden his job when they also showed Gruden denounce the drafting of a gay player and the tolerance of players protesting during the playing of the national anthem, among other issues. Gruden apologized for his insensitive remarks about Smith, saying that they were made out of frustration over the 2011 lockout. But the latest email sent between 2011 and 2018 when Gruden was an analyst for ESPN show the use of derogatory language went well beyond that. Raiders owner Mark Davis said last week that the email about Smith was disturbing and was not what the Raiders stand for and said the team was reviewing the additional emails. He later issued a statement on Monday saying only that he accepted Gruden's resignation. Some school districts in the Philadelphia region are considering drastic measures as violence continues during Friday night high school football games. The Camden Panthers left Pensacola High School uh, the winners of Friday night's game, even though it was canceled during halftime. Athletic Director Billy Snyder says it all started uh, with a fight near the concession stand late in the second quarter. This is just one more example of a disturbing trend across our region. In Philadelphia, uh, I'm sorry, in addition to the Pensacola High School incident last week, someone with a handgun was arrested at a game in Jackson, New Jersey. In Northampton County, officials from Nazareth Area High School evacuated the stands during their game after receiving some kind of online threat. Snyder says the worst part is that the ones who draw the short straw are the football players. The kids on the field did nothing wrong. They haven't done anything wrong, and they were the ones who suffer. They are the ones who have done everything that we've asked, he said. There is now no shortage of school districts making painful but necessary changes to the Friday night football tradition. Upper Darby School District Superintendent Dr. Daniel McGarry says someone to a taser during a melee after Friday night's game against Pencrest. The Friday night games have now been moved to Saturday morning. In general, how how well are these games attended? Oh, they're they're very well are attended. They? I think yeah, it's part I, of the I'm problem. Totally out of the yeah. Loop. yeah. Meanwhile, school officials from Pensacola will meet with the local police chief this week to discuss what they are going to do moving forward. I mean, in the beginning of the season, uh, somebody was shot and killed at Academy Park. I yeah, mean, like, yeah. It was this, a little that was a little girl, right? Yeah. Wait, but did they determine who shot her? 
They were, they, they were the police, police were, fire. Yeah, it was mis- police yeah, fire, yeah, right? Yeah. Awful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sad. The Wells Fargo Center is out with a new code of conduct. The arena released a YouTube video that lays it all out featuring players, including the Flyers' Cam Atkinson, 76ers' uh, Matisse Thibel and Danny Green, and the uh, Wings' Kevin Crawley and Anthony Joachim. Don't use any racial or identity-based ever, Thibel says. Don't interfere with players or performers, Crowley says. The policy also forbids fans from throwing anything onto the playing surface or performance area except in the event of a Flyers hat trick. It also calls for fans to not damage the arena. Fans should follow direction from arena staff and treat Wells Fargo Center employees and other guests with respect. Let's look out for one another. Let's respect one another. Let's get loud, Green says. Last season, a fan tossed popcorn onto the Washington Wizards, uh, then Washington Wizards guard Russell Westbrook and was ejected from the game. Violating the code of conduct could get you banned from the arena or lead to criminal charges. All ticket holders are responsible for their conduct and the conduct of their guests and or persons using their ticket, the policy says. I noticed they don't mention open fires. So is that okay? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. In sports this morning. The National League wildcard game was last night, and the Dodgers won it with a walk-off home run over the St. Louis Cardinals in Los Angeles. Chris Taylor hit a two-run shot in the bottom of the ninth inning to give the Dodgers a 3-1 win. Justin Turner homered early in the game, and the 106-win Dodgers advanced to the best-of-five division series against Kathy, the National League. What? I think you're reading sports from last week. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, wait a minute. <laughs> Cardinals. Hey, uh, I'm like, they're going to the Cardinals lost. Wait, yeah. This last is amazing. This is Amazing. Okay. That's what? not what I led sports with. That's, um... <laughs> this is great. So, I can't Thank get... you for speaking up, by the way, yeah. because yeah. I... I saw you all okay, moving. Okay, maybe I'm really, no, no, no. really off base here. I saw here. you all moving, and I'm like, what did I say wrong? Like, I, there's not even a name in here. Like, why is Nick moving and t- touching his mic? What's happening? And I was like, I'm just going to keep going. Okay, there you so, go. so here's the problem. I can't get email. Oh, no. Every every couple of days, I, my email will come and it'll yeah. work. It won't work. So uh, makes it keeps things fun and fresh. It does, you know. And it's, sometimes it's, like it, well, it's fun to look so, back at old. Yeah. So cast, so, right? some, uh-huh. so I opened my email this morning. Sometimes it'll open. Sometimes it right. won't. The first email up top was sports. So I clicked it and I. This is what you get. This is, well, yeah, but it just I just saw sports. I didn't look that it was from last that was week. Right, it was the first email that was in my email. Account. It was right above an email that said, "We welcome Preston and Steve to WMLR." <laughs> All right, now we get cold sports. From All right, here, Romano, here, we here we go. Small font. Let's Never read from After Scoop Romano. Away for two weeks uh, to start the NBA preseason. Sixers all-star Ben Simmons reported to the Wells Fargo Center. I should have known that that wasn't yes. yeah. <laughs> last night. Much of the, of the surprise of the organization, to much of the surprise of the organization, as the Sixers won in a preseason game over the Brooklyn Nets, Simmons entered the arena to take a COVID-19 test and the start start of the process of returning to a franchise from which he had requested a trade. The Sixers are hoping to restart communication with Simmons, who hasn't had a direct conversation with the front office or coach Doc Rivers since late August, meeting in which he uh, reiterated his desire for a trade. In Monday Night Football, Lamar Jackson threw a five-yard touchdown pass uh, to Marquise Brown on the first postseason, first possession of overtime to give the Ravens a 31-25 win over the Indianapolis Colts last night in Baltimore. The Ravens quarterback threw for a career 
by 442 <laughs> yards and four touchdowns, including a pair of touchdown passes to Mark Andrews in the fourth quarter as the Ravens rallied from a 25-9 deficit. Coming off their win on the road in California, the Eagles have a short week to prepare for Tom Brady and the defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Eagles improved to 2-3 and three on Sunday while the Buccaneers are in first place in the NFC South at 4-1. and one. The two teams will face each other in South Philly on Thursday night and kickoff is scheduled for 8-20. And finally, in the baseball playoffs, the Braves shut out the Milwaukee Brewers, winning 3-0 in Atlanta. The Houston Astros and White Sox were rained out in Chicago. The Red Sox finished their series and advanced the American League Championship Series with a 6-5 walk-off win over Tampa Bay in Boston. And out west, the San Francisco Giants beat the Dodgers, winning 1-0 in Los Angeles. And that's actually what happened in the yeah, sports. All right. yeah, good job. <laughs> and actually, the entire newscast was all sports stories. It, Did you catch that? It was, Everything. yes. All, yeah. every, all, all news, all sports, all the time. It was amazing. Preston and Steve show on MMR. And I think the actual sports report itself is three times longer than the actual news. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, right. my God. So welcome to Tuesday, which is kind of like Monday for us because we had yesterday off, and that means we get to... Or last Wednesday. Uh, yeah. We begin to do... <laughs> Uh, the Word of the Week prize today, and we have a four-pack of tickets for the MMR uh, excitement about the Red Hot Chili Peppers yes. and the Strokes and Thundercats Saturday, September 3rd at Citizens Bank Park, and tickets go on sale this Friday. So you will essentially get the tickets right as they go on sale, but we give you a four-pack of tickets, so we'll do the letter of the day for the Word of the Week at the end of the show today and get you started, and only four letters is what you're going to need this week. Now... More winning, obviously, and that is uh, the MMR Money Clips that continues at uh, 8 and 10 a.m. and throughout the day, so get yourself ready for that. And we're actually going to have some live music on the show this morning via Zoom. We're not uh, welcoming in studio guests as of yet, uh, but the band Low Cut Connie is going to be at the Fillmore on Thursday night. And, um, you know, I wasn't that familiar with Low Cut Connie, but they've been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, saw some video of them, and they are an incredibly fun, Mm. kinetic cool band. They're one of those bands you want to see live. You just can't help but have a good time if you're in their presence. I mean, it's that type of thing. Are there like 200 members in the band? Or It <laughs> looks like it. There's a lot of people. They welcome people up on yeah. stage. It's really, really cool. So, uh, we're going to talk to Low Cut Cunning. They're going to actually perform uh, some music. Excellent. Uh, this morning. So, we'll get to them around 9 o'clock, which is really cool in, pre- in uh, preparation for their show at the Fillmore on Thursday night. Also, in preparation for another show uh, this is not going to be until the 29th at the Scottish Rite Auditorium, and we've rescheduled it. Uh, legendary keyboardist Rick Wakeman of the band Yes awesome. will be on the program. Now, he was in England when we tried to uh, touch base with him last week, and he was having a problem getting a line out to us. Uh, he is now in the States, from what I understand. Should be a little bit easier so we will talk to Rick later on this morning. We were completely unaware at that time that that they do not have telephones in England. No. Yeah. Wow. No. And it was it blew me away. Yep. Uh, but I tell you what, we do have here are movie theaters, and we have a pair of passes to see Universal's Halloween Kills. Yes. And the screening is tonight at seven o'clock at the UA King of Prussia. I want to go ahead and give away a pair of tickets right now. To caller number 7 at 215-263-WMMR. That's right. We're starting to give stuff away already. I love that. And when we come back even more, because we'll have a lesson question, I've got the, tra- the not the trash music news, I have a stupid question, not the lesson question. Right. And the entertainment report all set to go. Will it, it be last Wednesday's? We'll get it together. Yeah, yeah it'll be last Wednesday's oh uh, entertainment report. Uh, so we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 
Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's do the stupid question and see if we can give something away. Uh, here's what I want to Oh, by the way, the prize is a $75 Visa gift card. Nice. Uh, the question is what note is the highest string of a violin usually tuned to? 215263 WMMR. But there's loads of people who took violin in third grade and. <laughs> Probably didn't pick it up again, but may remember what that highest note. You know what I got stuck with? What? Oh yeah, trombone. Freaking trombone. That's a fun instrument. It is, but I want to be a drummer. I I want it to be like you, Preston. Sucks, man. All right, (laughs) let's see if we can get an answer. Uh, Call right now two one five two six three WMMR. Going to go through some birthdays today. On uh, Tuesday, October twelfth, Steve, you had just mentioned Mortal Kombat. We were off air. Yes, Uh, the movie which came out uh, this year. Uh, and uh, and I'm, I'm gonna let me do my best to pronounce this actor's name, uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. Uh, he plays Scorpion in oh, the film. He's very good, and he was also in the Wolverine. He played Shinjin, and yes. I've seen. I remember him in that. He was he's a really cool character. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Number of different things. He turns. How old is he today? I think he was sixty years. Or I may be way off base. Nick, can you scroll yeah, down to that? He's sixty. He's pretty spry yeah, for Christ's sake. He's sixty-one, dude. No, you, well, you got to see him in Mortal Kombat. Wow, phenomenal shape. Yeah, kudos to him. Uh, we also have uh, actress Susan Anton. Oh. Casey, she was in Cannonball Run 2. Ah! Yes. Cannonball Run 2. I got to see her face then. That is correct. Oh, she's beautiful. Uh, in the 70s, she was huge. She dated Dudley Moore for a while, Preston, and she's like six feet tall. And Dudley was like 5'3", yeah, 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 maybe, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that. Yeah. Was she in Baywatch? No. Yes, yes she was. Was she? Yes, Susan Anton was? Yep, yep. I looked up her IMDb earlier yeah. this morning. Yeah. She, now, I don't know what iteration, what years it she was, was on. She was one of the older lifeguards. You know, they had like Erica Eleniak and she's Pamela old, Anderson. She's the old uh, well, timer. Yeah. Unfair to, yeah. to, you know, to describe her that way, but that's how you can describe her. Yeah. Uh, she is 71 years old today. Uh, actor Kirk Cameron uh, from Growing Pains. Show me that Is 51 years old, and uh, he's a fire and brimstone Christian. Is he old? He's older than yeah. Candace Candace Cameron. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was the younger sister. Right, yeah. he, uh, I had pictures of him from, what was like the teen magazine? that we, was 16 it? or Tiger Beat or... I advocate. forget. There were a few of them. One of them, but I remember pictures from him uh, in those magazines. And, My God, he's to die for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Show me your smile again. He turns 51 <laughs> today. Uh, Hugh Jackman, I mentioned uh, the Wolverine. Uh, he is 53 today. I will see him on Broadway. In, uh, <laughs> in, in Broadway. I will see him in uh, April. Uh, What's we just in? got the date. The Music Man. Oh, awesome. that's a great musical. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, he's he's a guy who does it all, man. And we've had the uh, luxury of speaking to him, and he's just 
Could there be a nicer person? He's a good dude. He's pretty amazing. And Take his pants off. Wolverine, my favorite uh, Marvel character, period. Uh, he is 53 today. Uh, Adam Rich, who was Nicholas on 8 is Enough. What's Adam Rich up to, man? Youngest I, son. Years ago, he was breaking into uh, riot aids and stealing drugs. Yeah, he had a bad run. Uh, heroin, I believe, was yeah. his uh, addiction. Uh, I don't know what he's up to, Steve, uh, but he is 53 today. Uh, Sam Moore of Sam and Dave, the R&B duo, uh, wow. who had so <laughs> many great songs throughout the years. Uh, celebrates his 86th birthday What's today. That? They're driving in the Blues Brothers, and they pop in some Sam and Dave. Hold on. Is that what it is? I'm coming. Yes. Oh, I'm, I love that song. I'm coming. It's great, man. Uh, so he's 86 today. Uh, Bodie Miller, the skier. Bodie. Bode. Was Bode. that Bode? Uh, Bodie, the Bodhisattva, is uh, 44 today. Whoa. Uh, Jeff Keith, lead singer of the band Tesla. Great front man, by the way. And, uh, yeah, they had a huge hit with their live cover of Signs. Uh, but he's got a powerful voice. Uh, he is celebrating his 63rd birthday today. Uh, you also have uh, actor Josh Hutcherson. Oh, wow. The Hunger Games and so on. And it's funny. I will see him. He was a child actor. Yeah. And yesterday, just surfing around, stumbled upon a movie. It was at the end of it because I wanted to see the next movie that was on. And I'm like, who is that kid? I know him. And I looked it up. And the movie was Firehouse Dog. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. Neither had yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, But it was at the very end. And I'm like, I know that kid. And he was the lead role in it. And it was Josh Hutcherson. So he had, he has, like, a, a lot of things as a kid that he uh, He played. did. Zathura he was in. Yeah, yeah, and so, um, and then he went on to Hunger Games, and he was, um, he's a more diminutive guy. Mm-hmm. He's oh, tiny fella, but he's uh, he's a good actor. Uh, he is twenty nine today. Iris Apatow, who is the daughter of Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann, she the oldest. Uh, she's nineteen. Nah, I want to say she's the younger one, right? Then, because remember, in this is forty. The older one was probably 14, 13, 14, something like that. She was binging Lost. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she turns nineteen today, and then the last birthday, uh, lover. She sat right here in our studio. Lynn Shay. What is it about good sex that makes me have to crap? <laughs> yes. That's from Kingpin. She 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 was. Unbelievably delightful is the word that comes to mind. She was awesome. Yeah, she's seventy eight years old. Yeah. Oh my god, she looks good. She looks and fantastic. She's been in, played so many horrible characters, but she's unbelievably uh, pleasant. She's also in Dumb and Dumber in the very beginning of the yeah. movie. She's Mrs. Noogie Burger, uh, <laughs> the one that uh, Harry Dunn is bringing the dogs to at the dog show. Okay, and she's <laughs> very, in something, very... Of, something about Mary. She's Magda. She's the yeah. overly oh tan. Yeah, so she's in all three of those Fairly yeah. Brothers movies. Yeah, and uh, is she? Is it the con- the Conjuring? No, not the Conjuring. It's Ansadius. Yeah, Insidious. <laughs> yes, Ansadius. Uh, so she... <laughs> Man, and Steve, she keeps cranking those out. There's another one coming out next year. That's, that's just got to be a cash cow. Hey, let me tell you it. something. Yeah. If you attach her to the movie, you're going to give it a little bit more weight. Yeah. So she, like, she's also in the in the, the, the movie Ouija. Uh, she's been... Uh, and then Wedgie about pulling one's pants up. Oh. No, it's... Uh, her, her horror cred is indisputable. Uh, so she is 78 years old today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Wow, do I have a variety of answers here. <laughs> that makes I'm going to go with one own. that I have here <laughs> on my sheet. What note is the highest string of a violin usually tuned to? And we will go to Kathy, see if we can get the answer. Hi, Kathy. Hi, uh, how you doing? I'm great. Kathy, so what uh, note is the highest string of a violin usually tuned to? Is it E? E. 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 E
That is correct. So, Kathy, hang on the line, and we are going to give you a $75 Visa gift card. And Legends Come Alive, you can check out the adult reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple Sunday at 8 p.m., and that's only on the CW Philly. All right, so I got some stories to roll out here. Let's go with this. Uh, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are skipping an October 19th event honoring the life of Princess Diana. Prince William will attend a private reception for the donors who funded the statue of Diana that was unveiled in July. Has anybody gotten a preview of this statue, what it looks like? Yeah, I think I saw it. Um, it's uh, her and the two kid, the, the two boys together, if I recall correctly. Huh. Uh, it looked really, really nice. Uh, so Harry is reportedly privately reaching out to donors to thank them. And he did return to London to unveil the statue, uh, reuniting with William for the first time since the funeral of their grandfather, Prince Philip. Uh, Meghan, who welcomed Lilibet Lilibet. uh, with Harry and June, has not been back to the U.K. since they left, citing the need for privacy. Meanwhile, in other... I'm sorry, you want to... No, I was just wondering... When when she's ever going to go back? I yeah, mean, I, I think yeah. obviously there's uh, issues there. It'll be a big deal if she yeah, does go back. A big deal. Now, elsewhere in the royal family, Prince Andrew, who is under investigation for sexual abuse following a suit filed by Virginia Roberts Giffrey, is off the hook in the UK. The suit claims that he had forced her to have sex with him when she was 17. Claims he denies, and according to the ruling in a statement. Uh, as a matter of procedure, the Metropolitan Police Service officers reviewed a document released August 2021 as part of a U.S. civil action. This review has concluded, and we are taking no further action. Oh, when you said off the hook, I thought you meant in a Snoop Dogg way. You are off yeah. the hook, man. Uh, a source close to Andrew said uh, it comes as no surprise that the Met Police have confirmed that, having reviewed the sex assault claims against the Duke for a third time. Uh, they are taking no further action despite pressure from the media and the claims of new evidence. Uh, the Met have concluded that the claims are not sufficient to warrant any further investigation. The Duke has always vigorously maintained his innocence and continues to I, do I have a new job for you. It's a landmines finding. <laughs> right, they, they'd love to get him out of that whole thing. All right, now I didn't see the pictures, but Tom Cruise made an appearance at a huh. baseball game. It was the uh, NLD series between uh, the Dodgers and Giants, game two over the weekend leading to widespread speculation that he had either morphed into Norm MacDonald uh-huh. or had undergone plastic surgery. <laughs> right. I haven't seen this. Anybody see it? I yeah. did see the pictures. I've seen him recently, uh, and um, I think some stuff has been done. He's, okay. he's still looking good, but uh, yeah, in this uh, picture here, Press, is the one that they're talking about. Yeah, I see it here. He's uh, right. a little little chipmunkish. All right, yeah, so one wrote, uh, Norm MacDonald's ghost has taken over Tom Cruise. Only <laughs> God knows what this entails. Uh, somebody tweeted, what's up with the bloated chipmunk cheeks? Yeah, I can't even say Tology. I like oh this God. one. Another person wrote, what did he do is to his, wait, uh, what he did do to his face, same doctor as Wayne Newton? <laughs> <laughs> it does look a People little. People are cruel. Wayne Newton is, yes. Yes, that's. It you, looks rubbery. He, look, he looks chubby. But, yeah. You know. I don't think he's chubby. I, maybe it's just, maybe he just had a lot of hot dogs that Just day. <laughs> You know, take me out to the ball game. He stored some of them. Yeah, you don't know. When's wow. the guy going to be back? I mean, I, I wonder if... It might be a steroid. He might be taking a steroid yeah. or something like that. Sometimes Make my face look up. fat, Doc. Right. Can you do that? It, it couldn't be a prosthetic, right? Like, that. He, he's not there filming like, a like, movie that's trying to under... hide himself? No, no, no. But, like, uh, if you recall Fever Pitch... Yes. Uh, however many years ago that was, they actually had the two actors, uh, Drew Barrymore and... Fallon. Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. They had them there. 
and and they actually filmed them during a live game. During a live right, game, yeah. Right. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that was the case. Danny here. Glover was at the game, though, was he not? I saw a picture of him with Danny Glover. Did I'm you see sure. that? anybody see that, or no. was I just hallucinating? So, Casey, you're thinking maybe prosthetics. He for looks a, so weird. For a movie that uh, was being shot under wraps. <laughs> he looks so weird. Yeah. I, I, I just. And he's got a nice ball game. He seems. Uh, Cruz seems fairly vain in the way he looks. I've always yes. thought that he yeah, would absolutely. really, really care about how he is presented. That I'm surprised that he would go out in public knowing looking that, he, that horrible. That he looks that different. Yeah. Uh, I would use the word different, not horrible. But. <laughs> you know what's always interesting is people don't know about that unit tooth that he did. You know, he had, yeah. that, he had that one irregular tooth. And his, now... Well, his incisors, his incisors were off just yeah. a little bit so that the that the center split between your two incisors was off-center, and it made it look like one of them was dead center yeah, yeah. on uh, the top of his lip, and he had that. He got braces, essentially, and had it all scooted over, so... Uh, but, all right, well, maybe we'll find out more about this. Uh, Matt Amodio's 38-game win streak came to an end on Jeopardy yesterday. It was wild. Uh, the LPHD student was a dominant competitor, racked up over $1.5 million in winnings during his impressive run. Uh, whether it was the stiff competition or just an off day, Amodio had trouble pulling away from contestants Jonathan Fisher and Jessica Stevens. Following the first round, uh, uh, Mayim Bialik commented, I have to say, within the context of Matt's winning streak, this is one of our closer games. While he had a small lead going into double jeopardy, he soon fell behind Fisher and Stevens. For the first time, he went into final jeopardy in third place. The final clue was Nazi Germany annexed this nation and divided it into regions of the Alps and the Danube. The Allies later divided it into four sectors, and he incorrectly answered, what is Poland? Uh, the the answer was Austria. I was so. watching this game, and I'm sure I'm wrong about this, but there's a little bit of me that was wondering, the odds of him not knowing Austria with all the stuff that he knows, yeah. I mean, and definitely the competition was was uh, good. They, they, were, they were up and... He was in third place, too. I mean, uh, yeah. they, they both beat him in, uh, you know, going into Final Jeopardy. I think he just had an off night. I mean, yeah, Steve, normally I think he'd get that right, but, you know, they tape five in a day. And and it's exhausting. He'd been doing it for, what, seven, eight weeks at this point? So yeah. I, I think he just kind of ran out of steam. And, and also his tactic, Nick, which is the um, is the way you, if you really want to win, you go hunting for those daily doubles. Yep. It, was, it was his competitor that got like two or three in a row of the daily doubles. Hey, Nick, if he would have gotten the question right, would he have won? Nope. No, he's, even if he'd gotten it right, he still would have lost because the other two, I think they both got it right. And yes. uh, the guy that won... Uh, that ended up beating him, um, you know, nearly doubled his score. Yeah, they wagered. Yeah. Uh, Fisher ended up with 29,200. Uh, yeah. So uh, I also got it right, so I'm pretty proud of myself. Rock nice. on. Yeah, hey, I um, don't watch this anymore. Um, just, but so in during his run, his 35 in a row, how many Final Jeopardies did he get right? He wasn't actually very good on the Final Jeopardies. Mm-hmm. I mean, consistently, he, he was, you know, obviously he's incredible. But he has had some issues with Final Jeopardies. The only difference is he was so staggeringly out ahead, right. it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a really good champ. I mean, you know, second all-time to uh, Ken Jennings for numbers uh, number of wins in a row. Yeah, the second or third all-time in, in money. I mean, he's just, you know... It's really hard to win a game of Jeopardy. To win as yeah. many in a row as he did is is very, very impressive. And there's a part of me that says, uh, yeah, while well, it's fun to watch this, I'd like to see three competitors going at it so that you can, you know, there was no question who was going to win a lot of these games. And it was yeah. just, you know, it was just not as engaging, I thought, after a while. He won 38 games. Ken Jennings uh, still sits at the top with 74 <laughs> yeah. games. So he's way, way out in front there. 
right, uh, let's see. Jonathan Kent, the son of Clark Kent, Superman, is coming out as bisexual. Uh, John Kent, known as the Superman of Earth, is set to come out on November 9th, an issue of DC Superman, son of Cal L number five. Uh, this is considered the highest profile example of comic book publishers expanding the LGBTQ representation in their pages, but it's hardly the first. In August, DC published an issue with Tim Drake, a.k.a. Batman sidekick Robin, uh, came out as bi. Other major characters, including Batwoman, Harley Quinn, Alan Scott, who is Green Lantern, and uh, Marvel's Iceman, uh, America Chavez, who's Miss America, and North Star, one of the very first openly gay comic book characters when he came out in 1992. Uh, Taylor, uh, Tom Taylor, Tom uh, Taylor, uh, penned Superman, son of Kal-El number five and John Timms, uh, was the artist and Taylor said in a statement, I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. And I'm very grateful DC and Warner brothers share this idea. Superman symbol has always stood for hope, truth, and justice. Uh, and today that symbol represents something more today. More people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero in comics. Uh, reaction was mixed. Uh, while many were enthusiastic about the move, a vocal minority were not. One wrote that they were, quote, tired of this political PC agenda. But overall, the Twitterverse applauded. One wrote this seriously would have made a huge difference when I was growing up. So I thought that was cool to see. Timothy Chalamet is opening up about fame, the best advice he's gotten, and love. And he also kind of responded to the rape, abuse, and assault allegations leveled against his Call Me By Your Name co-star Army Hammer. While he denies the allegation, several women, of course, came out against Hammer, and he has largely been out of view since. And listen to this smart response that uh, uh, an interview asked him. Uh, it, it was in an interview with Time. The 25-year-old Dune star said, I totally get why you're asking that, but it's a question worthy of a larger conversation, and I don't want to give you a partial response. Yeah, there you go. That's a very yeah. smart response to that. Shut up. Uh, but it, I, I like that he said, yeah. I get why you're asking yep. that, you know, but you have to understand that that's, you know, not this. Is Let's not talk about MC about. Hammer <laughs> on fame. He said, I'm figuring it out. He said, on my worst days, I feel attention in figuring it out. But on my best days, I feel like I'm growing right on time on advice that he's gotten and taken to heart from fellow stars. He said, no hard drugs and no superhero movies. And on what he stands for, he said, I feel like I'm here to show that to wear your heart on your sleeve is okay. Uh, on the forthcoming Dune, uh, he said, Dune was written 60 years ago, but its themes hold up today. A warning against the exploitation of the environment, a warning against colonialism, and a warning against technology. And I am stoked to see that movie. They had the final trailer come out. Uh, which is pretty cool. It's, um, it's a sequence between him and Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good solid. stuff. So yep. it's going to be released simultaneously on HBO That's Max? That's the word. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oz star Granville Adams has passed away at the age of 58. Now, I didn't watch Oz. No, I but I'd seen him in other things. The actor had a long struggle with cancer. He played Zahir Arif in 48 episodes of Oz. Uh, he also in, appeared in Empire and Homicide Life on the street, so unfortunately, um, uh, he, his uh, battle against cancer was uh, ended. So, is Selena Gomez dating her celebrity crush? Fans think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who's her celebrity crush? Preston? Years after revealing that she had a crush with star Chris Evans, yeah. several clues clues on Twitter and TikTok seem to point to them dating. Of course, okay, so he's forty, she's twenty nine. Yeah, that's in Hollywood. That's that like works. the same age. 
Uh, rumors emerged after they were spotted leaving the same studio in L.A., and then they were photographed at a restaurant together. The backgrounds matched, even though they didn't pose together. Were they canoodling? No? No. Right. Uh, others noticed that the singer followed Evans on Instagram. Followed him on Insta? And fans ate it up. So they were all about that. I'd, I'd be happy with that pairing. That's a fine pairing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, whether or not we will see something of that remains to be seen. I wonder if we will see at any point Chris Evans don the suit again for some sort of flashback or... Well, yeah. things have to be answered because all the indications after Endgame are that he's gone, right? But yeah. he's not. No. He's old. No, no. He's just old. <laughs> it sounded like Dr. Mike there, didn't it? So, he's, he's just old. <laughs> I'm the Captain America. Uh, you see him waiting in line at uh, <laughs> Rite Aid. This is supposed to help with my stool. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to get it somewhere. Yeah, listen, the man got a poop. Yeah. Uh, I like this story. Despite becoming uh, megastars, Stranger Things, main man David Harbour says that he and the rest of the cast... Uh, have a preserved family dynamic on the set of, uh, of course, Stranger Things. Uh, he said at Comic-Con in New York on Saturday, uh, I mean, the funny thing about us is that the whole thing has changed so much, right? And yet, when we get together on set, it's like the first day of the first season where they're afraid of me because I'm an angry New York actor and they're little kids. And he said, so that has been preserved. So he's still the dad. He's still the dad. You yeah. know, I was watching him uh, in the uh, in the first Equalizer. He looks like he's like 11, but he's um, he's so good. He's such a good actor. I rewatched uh, last year. I rewatched the interview when he came by here yeah. in the studio. And he was just, he's the best. Yeah, it was, he was great. He was such a nice Fun, flow with it kind of guy, and just you know you go hang out with this guy, yeah, yeah, and have a good time. And Lily Allen and Lily Allen, yeah, and yeah, yeah. come in with some dip and yeah. Hey, Lily, this is great. What's in this? Avocado. Uh, Paris Hilton and Carter Reum co-hosted a co-batch, co-batch parties. Co-batch, yeah, co-bachelor, bachelor. Oh, so they hosted co-batch parties. Ahead of their weekend wedding this past weekend. So the pair partied in Vegas, or I guess the, the wedding is coming up this weekend. Uh, they partied in Vegas. Uh, they were spotted at Area 15, which is described as an immersive playground for adults. And also Zook Nightclub, among Zook. other places. Yep. That's where I'd go. So uh, apparently they had their co-batch. Co-batches. <laughs> but, but who is this guy? Because she was engaged to that dude that was in The Leftovers and then... And that I feel like that wasn't even that long ago. I don't know. I, I don't know who this dude. I'm not well versed in co-batch parties or protocols or anything like that. No, I just know the guy's name is Carter Reum. R E U M. Reum nearly killed him. Yeah. <laughs> One last story. Netflix has ordered that '90s show, uh. a spinoff of the mega-hit Fox sitcom that '70s show, and. Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, who played the parents Red and Kitty Foreman in the original series, are returning for the show. Didn't they briefly do a, a that eighty show? Yeah, and did it, they? It, it yeah. failed. Yeah, oh, but it wasn't with the, that cast. Right? right, it was with a completely different cast. Uh, original series creators Bonnie Turner and Terry Turner and their daughter Lindsay Turner, Lindsay, are on board as writers and executive producer. Huh. Uh, the original ran for eight seasons. Uh, and yeah, Deborah Joe and Kurtwood were both in that. I wouldn't mind talking to either one of them. Yes. I like Kurtwood Smith. He is one of the all time great actors that can pull off just the biggest D bag in the world. The first Robocop. 
Oh, and he is, uh, uh, he is a complete scumbag. Dead uh, Poet Society. Dead Poet Society. Yeah. Horrible. And yet he can be him. a super warm character, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, yeah, let's do clips. Yeah, let's do it. After almost two years, two whole years, Netflix thriller series You is finally returning for a third season. And in this clip, Penn Badgley oh my God. explains how the new addition to the cast changed his acting style. Here we go. The most real and present thing in the room is the baby. It's this person who's like, you know, I think there were a few scenes where I had to be emotional and, and look into the baby's eyes and like... And that was great because the baby's, like, super present, you know? Like, there's no falseness there. Shut the f*** up! Uh, you will be streaming on Netflix this Friday. Hmm, can, can't wait to see that. All right, here's the next clip. Based on the classic graphic novel of the same name, The Babysitter's Club features a group of young girls who launch a babysitting business. And in this clip, star uh, Malia Baker... Uh, shares her love of the books. Oh my gosh, I was a huge fan of the books. My mom grew up saying that she was always a Dawn, and I was always so confused as, as to what she meant. Um, but I did my digging and my research and stumbled across the Babysitter's Club books and fell in love right away, which I feel like most people do when they read the books for the first time. So Marianne was a character that I related to the most, so playing her now is a dream come true. Shut up, dummy. Might be Malaya. I'm not sure how you say her name. But anyhow. Uh, those books were hugely popular. Did you yeah. read those, Kathy, at all? I don't know if they predated I did. you. I did. Didn't know. Or post Uh The Babysitter's Club, season two of that is now streaming on Netflix if you want to check that out. There you go. That's uh, the entertainment report for the day. Uh, we welcome you if you're just joining. It is a Tuesday morning. Don't forget we have a Tattoos Day. Your chance to win a Preston and Steve themed tattoo. Just text the word tattoo to 39333. By the end of the show, uh, we will we will uh, have a chance to win. I just giggled when I realized something yesterday. So, I, I went to play golf. Yes. And as I'm on the putting green, you'll never guess the guy who I got paired up with a few weeks ago that had the tattoo, uh, the Preston Steve tattoo on his ass, he comes walking up. Wow. He's like, dude, you following me? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Dan. The guy's following you, yeah. One of the very first Preston and Steve tattoos. That's awesome. Uh, apparently, we're cycling the same uh, <laughs> yeah. when it comes to golf. So you, too, can end up with a tattoo on your ass or wherever you want. Preston and Steve theme uh, style theme, and it's uh, brought to you by our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. They're at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Want to check out their samples? Visit floatingworldtattoos.com or they're on Instagram as well, as well Floating World Tattoos. Uh, and we have Rick Wakeman, uh, keyboarders from Yes and Make Good. We missed him last week, but he will be joining us, and he's going to be in town on the 29th at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. We also have the band Low Cut Connie, who's going to be performing live on the show today, if we can make sure this all works out. Yes. Uh, they'll be at the Fillmore on Thursday night. Of course, we got money clips. we got a bunch. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Grab the free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app. Making your smartphone a little dumber. Did you say Cotillion Boulevard? Yes. Okay. Oh, it's so fancy. That's a fancy dance, yeah, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Must be wonderful over there on Cotillion. Yeah, all kinds of laces and yeah. really things. The and... junkies are ballroom dancing. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to go back to a story in uh, Kathy's 
news report, her sports report this morning. Yes. Actually, it was in the news portion of the news, but news was all sports. Okay, so not the flashback sports report. No, we did have a flashback sports report from last week where Kathy began with last week's sports, which is kind of interesting. I wanted to keep you guys on your toes. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure we're paying attention. Sure. You are paying attention. My work means something. Uh, But the Flyers president of business operations, Valerie Camillo, uh, had... uh, released uh, a new code of conduct conduct that they are going to be installing at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, and she had uh, basically stated that it was um, the staff had been, they had been coming to her enough saying, look, we need to do something about this. Well, I, I so this, uh, I was made aware, I don't go to a lot of these, you know, arena events. I, if I'm going to go, it's going to be more likely a, a Flyers game because, I, I enjoy seeing that, you know, in person. Mm-hmm. But I know that at the the link case, they have had this sort of here's a number to call in in case of rowdy and Citizens Bank and too. Citizens Bank as well. Okay, yeah, if you te- you can text you can yeah. text. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can do it discreetly. Yeah. Um, so has Wells Fargo not had something like this for a while? Or I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But I mean, they, they're essentially. Instead of, uh, I, I haven't heard anything or read in this story about there being a, hey, text and tell us where there's an issue in right. your section. The staff is going to be more stringent on what they consider to be inappropriate behavior. Okay. And they are also going to be, um, th- there's going to be, the 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 the, uh, um, the repercussions are going to be more severe. Sure. Now, uh, they obviously have to accommodate just um, uh, enthusiastic fan. Well, and, and they said they want that. Yes. In this story, it says, we want you to be noisy. Right. We want you to be supportive. We want you to, you know, uh, cheer for the team and against the uh, right. uh, the opposing players. But what they're not going to stand for are when you cross the line. Identity-based, racial-based slurs and things like stuff that. Stuff that would get you in trouble outside the stadium. Exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're going to crack down on that stuff. And, you know... I'm curious how this is going to play out uh, amongst uh, the you know fans, especially the the noisy ones. I personally, I'm totally cool with this. I I, I, I think that you can be passionate and intense and in the game, but and you not can ruin also, it. You can also be civil. Yeah, and and also they're going to uh, a lot of this is all, um, uh, pointed at opposing teams' players too. You know, uh, uh, saying really horrific. You know, crossing uh-huh. the line, personal yeah. things and stuff like that, uh, especially when it comes to heading down that racial or identity-based uh, line. It got really bad in the NBA playoffs this last year, not just in Philadelphia, but, uh, you know, league-wide. And, uh, Steve, I've um, thought about using the text platform at Citizens Bank Park. I, I think I told you guys a story. It was right. at the Yankee, Phil's-Yankees game earlier this season. There were obnoxious Phillies fans back to my right, uh, obnoxious Yankees fans back to my left. And enough people had uh, used that text platform that a security guard came down and said something to both groups of fans, and, and they stopped as a result. So more often than not, it takes one warning, and then the people calm down. And all I right. think that's so why. You've seen it work. Oh, yeah. And, and oh, that's all you need, a little talking. And like, no way- fear of repercussion of, like, turning around. Or, or, you know, sometimes there's there's this fear of conflict that you're dealing with drunken idiots, and you're going to stand up and you're going to say something to them, and they might come back at you. So people don't remember, the, but years ago in theaters, in movie theaters, the usher would walk around occasionally and stop, you know, people from talking. There are no ushers now. There's just, just right. it's like, you know, you're on your own. But that, that to me, did help make it a nicer movie experience. Steve, do you remember the ushers would have a flashlight with yes. an orange cone on the yes. on the end of it? Do you guys remember that? Oh, at yeah. All? Yeah. The orange cone thing to kind of light, make sure it wasn't too bright of a light. Right, right. And kind of just see and, what they were seeing. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so anyhow, uh, they said that the change has been driven, this is according to the, the statement that was released, uh, by the event staff. 
uh, the people who come face to face with the arena's guests. So they're on the they're uh, they're on they're the, the ones, ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Camillo said that the change does not come from a rise in negative interactions in Philly, but rather from the increasing difficulty customer service professionals have had with guests across the nation over the last two wow. years. So they're not gonna they're not gonna put up with you going back at their staff either, Mm-mm. right? And, and they they reserve the right to ban you permanently, yeah. you know, or for a certain amount of well, time. They, didn't they do that for the guy who poured the popcorn on um, yeah. Westbrook? On Westbrook? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Now, you also have to remember that the, the staff, that, they're not bouncers, right? This isn't like some 6'3 right. dude right. who, you know, works out of the gym five hours a day. No, this is a retired granny or, you mm-hmm. know. Like the, yeah, no, you're right, exactly. They're, they, these aren't trained assassins. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And, I, you know, listen. These people can ruin an entire experience for you, and and I, I wholeheartedly admit that in my younger days I might have been one of these people. Right. Uh, it doesn't make it right, you know. It doesn't make me right. I tell you, for me, as someone who is who won't who'll go and enjoy uh, every time I start to see something happening, I'm like, um, all right, is this going to escalate where I'm going to get in the middle of a brawl, right? Or this is going to be something and it, and it ruins it. Yeah. I, I I'm all for enthusiastic stuff. I'm all, but this a lot of what is being instituted here, as I perused the the site earlier this morning, Preston seems common sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just yep. seems common sense and common civility. Well, uh, the problem is when you when you cross that line. It's like I say, like Eve. So my experience being more at a movie theater, you're ruining it for people around you, and yeah. that's when it becomes a pain in the ass. I but, think you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say there's a, there's a term I like to use for people like that, yeah. which is chuckleheads. Chuckleheads, yeah, 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 yeah. chuckleheads. Right, yeah, here. yeah. Right. <laughs> the um, I think uh, Eagles games have more of a tendency to do this because uh, people tailgate longer. Yes, and more often that's a big Eagles issue, games, and that's a huge issue. And so the last Birds game that I went to, um. Just one gentleman in particular ruined my entire experience, uh, and he was first of all the 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 um, frequency of his voice hurt my ear. Buffalo rules, Eagles rules. <laughs> oh my God, Bill! Uh, Bill! Uh, Buffalo rules and the Eagles rules. <laughs> The Bills aren't even playing. Bills from Buffalo. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He just likes to state that. Oh, I need another beer. <laughs> I'd no. pay good money to be in that section. Oh my God. <laughs> Bill's a passionate uh, fan. Yes, yeah, no, is. but this guy, the, the the actual tone frequency of his voice was piercing <laughs> into my my left ear, and he started from the very very first second of the game, and he wouldn't stop. I thought his language w- was terrible, and I had two it was, like. Was he dropping tons of expletives? Uh, y- yes, nothing racial. Okay, or, but I mean, you know, uh, tons of f bombs, tons yeah. of uh, p words for kitty cats. Okay, uh, you know all that, and there were kids sitting next to me. Now they weren't my kids. Right. If they were my kids, I would have turned around and I would have said something, right? But they weren't my kids, so I'm not going to speak on their behalf. But um, what, what about the text platform? Do they have that? At, I mean, would you use that at the at an Eagles game? I thought about it, and here's the deal: like he didn't do. There was this line that he was teetering uh-huh. on, and I didn't feel I like. Know what you mean? I, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You hate though being placed in a position where you're now distracted from the game. Going, is this? Are we on this <laughs> precipice? When's it going to end? When's this? You're missing yeah. the game. Oh. You've got this thing. Uh, so, like, and I'll liken this to this, Casey, again, <laughs> movie theaters, because I go much more frequently than I go to a, 
uh, you know, a sporting event. But, you know, when someone's talking or when someone's making a loud noise or there's a ruckus, I've gotten up. I was like, suddenly I'm now security. Yeah. And I've gotten up <laughs> and I've gone over and talked to people and it ruins it. And it just it just sucks that you have to be on that. Do I text? Do I not? Is this uh, now you're monitoring these chuckleheads? You say, Preston. Well, I mean, all right. So maybe you you uh, err on the side or uh, err on the side of caution. Yeah. Because later on in that game, um, there was almost a fight between that chucklehead and I guess he was with like three other guys. Yeah. And then these two other people. The chuck. And so they they ended up getting into it for uh, half of the third quarter and most of the fourth quarter. And I just, I couldn't take it. And then the guy that I was with, he turns around and tells him to shut up. Like, stop fighting. And then I told him to turn. I'm like, dude, this isn't your fight. It's not your fight. Like, it's just stop. Leave it alone, Billy Leave it alone. Like, I get what you're trying to do. Yeah. It's, I got it, yeah. The funny part of it is the mentality behind people who who want to do that, who who want to cross the line out loud like that. They're not doing it because they're too far away for the other team to hear them. Right. Uh-huh. They're doing it for the group around them to hear. Yeah. I am. Uh, this is my. I'm broadcasting yes. this, and this I'm funny. Me. And I'm funny. Yeah. Watch what I can do. Yeah. I'm oh, a, I'm a comedian. You man. know what this? Th- uh, the the big thing was is this guy needed to show and tell everybody uh, how much he actually knew about football. So then when he there's was, those yeah when, when he was fighting with these two guys down there, he said to him, "You probably didn't even play snap football. You growing up?" I was like. <laughs> Okay. Shut up. You probably <laughs> didn't even play snap football. No, no a, a snap, a snap oh. of football, meaning you've never played football. Not once. So I'm going to beat up your face. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, so the, the Flyers uh, season opener is on Friday, which I'm stoked about. And, and the last time I went to a game is when we were all there yeah. and we had a we had a, sorority, uh, a sorority party in that upper upper area that yeah. they had just opened up. Man, is it I good. can't wait to go back there, man. It's so nice. Preston, it was that, so cool. That's the way to watch the game. It was so, so relaxed. You're walking around and you had great, you know, uh, uh, vantage points all around. It was terrific. Oh, man. And it's it's decorated really cool up there. Yeah. What do they call that uh, spot, Nick? Because it's been two years or however long that since was, we were up that there. That was my last... Uh, that was my last hockey yeah, game. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. That was the one of my last... Called? Public or you know real big public events. I almost went to one this uh, this past weekend. <laughs> well, can we talk about that too? Uh, yeah. yeah, I certainly can. <laughs> uh, Nick's looking up the there. assembly room. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. No, right? the brothel. Uh, no. I don't think it was the brothel. No, it's the new. It says affordable new city, New Jack City. No, it, and then doing? and then the quotations. It's the top link here. New City Terrace. City Terrace. All right, Thank you. Go. Not it's, New Jack City. Or Revolutionary Row, it says now. Or Alcatraz Island. That will go with that right. one. I like that one. Um, so, yeah, I had a little excursion <laughs> over the weekend. This is terrible. So, Friday, uh, very much looking forward to uh, taking my son Carter specifically because he is a huge John Mulaney fan uh, to go to the show at the Academy of Music. Um, and my son Parker was free as well, and they had a ticket, so he was going to go, and we... Uh, uh, Friday, we were going to the 7 o'clock show. Yeah. Um, Friday at 7 o'clock, getting into Center City. Easy. Just a treat. Easy. <laughs> so I know this because I also was uh, I was at the Merriam Theater, which is right next to the Academy of Music. Yep. I had a head start because I was leaving from Delaware County. Okay. You were leaving from Montgomery County. So I can only, based on what my experience was getting into the city, I could only imagine what your experience was I like. got lucky, though. I didn't hit 
a lick of traffic until actually I got on the Schuylkill Expressway. Okay. So so that was okay. that was a blessing. That <laughs> part of the evening was a blessing. So get on, uh, and then it, it took still took an hour and a half to get in and get parked and, and everything and go over. So we had uh, we made our way over to the the building. We're all excited for this because he had good comedy show with your boys. I'm going to preface this by saying that I did not purchase these tickets. These tickets were given to me. Yes. So I did not go through the channels of ordering them online and receiving back oh, no. a confirmation and telling me uh, oh, no. various requirements uh, for the evening. Uh, so we walk up and, and there's a guy out front kind of directing around. I'm like, where's the box office? That's where my tickets are. It's right over there. He goes, uh, make sure you have your, uh, uh, have your ID and your vaccination cards ready to go. I'm like, ah, uh, uh, oh vaccination God. cards. Uh, oh my God. And I didn't know. Oh. And this is my first night out going to somewhere yeah. since COVID. Since so I, I have my back. We're all vaccinated. We're good to go. I just didn't bring the cards with us. So you'd. You bought a new bonnet for the night. So we're going to, uh, uh, we were going to see if we could maybe do photos of the Vax cards and have the, have my wife find those and send, send them, them to us. And then yeah, we, we yeah, could yeah. use that. And we found everyone but Parker's. He do, he didn't know where oh he had placed his because we haven't had to use them for anything as of so, yet. So they would have accepted oh. Preston? I, I don't know. Okay. But I wasn't going to go and approach if I didn't at least have photographs right. of it because and I'm so not going to stand tell? in line with all these other people and say, you mean blah, 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 this and that and... You know, I'm not going to do that. I'm did, not going to be that guy. Did you consider buying a fake one? <laughs> <laughs> so we drove home. Oh, no. You didn't even go out to dinner. Missed the show. Tried to go out to dinner. Oh, well, no. Well, tried to grab a bite to eat real quick, but that's also slightly busy on Friday night mm-hmm. in Center City. <laughs> It'll be an hour and a half oh, wait. So. Right, right. Sucks. Perhaps you should go next door and see the John Mulaney show. Yeah. No, I can't. And I, Kathy, I felt like such... An a hole dad. I, I let my boys down. Oh, it's my fault, even though I didn't. I, I had a minor excuse in that these were given to me and that I did not see anything about. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I should have known. I should have known that at least was <sighs> it was a possibility. But listen, you're you're excited. You're going out. You didn't know. You know. know there you I go. Know. And listen, I'm all. I, it's it doesn't bother me that they were asking for vax cards. I'm totally cool with that. Uh, no, but you're like more mad at yourself, right? I because... was so I was disappointed in yeah. myself. Can I give you a, a ray of sunshine oh. here? Years from now, when they're spending money on therapists, you've given them something <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> That's <right>. That time. <laughs> but I mean, that leads to the conversation of, uh, you know, we're we're going on a trip to Hawaii, and I left the. Airline tickets at home no, or oh. something of that nature because the, uh, it was just the show. And by the time we started trying mm. to get the photos and Rochelle eventually found Parker's yeah. Vax card, but it wasn't until we were in the car on our way home. And I'm like, <sighs> the show's already a half hour in. There's no way I'm going to turn right back around and go in the middle. I was just wasn't going to do Did it. Did you s- subtly try to port it all over onto Parker? <laughs> no. Thank you, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow this is your fault. I don't know what you did. Yeah. Remember the dude on our mystery trip who uh, went on the trip without his wife because she forgot her passport? That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. The passport. He got on the flight, and he she went home. She eventually made it there. She got on another flight and joined us, but he got on the flight and went to uh, Mexico with us and left his wife in Philly. You know what happens, and it, it just happened with me. I was telling Nick about it this morning, is that... So I was looking, you know, it's been a long time since anyone's traveled yeah. really or done anything. Yeah, right. I haven't you needed my pa- passport. <laughs> it expired in 2019. Now, because I already had one, but that's the first time ever. And I've had passports for years and years and years that I've ever let 
anyone let, let let them lapse because I'm usually seeing it now and then, right. you know? Right. And it's one of those things where you could see you could get to the airport. I'm sure this happens. And it's expired, you know? Yep, yep. And I should have already had... The boys should have had them taking a picture of their of their Vax card just to have it. Just to have it. That's why I always I actually always have a a um, a photocopy of my passport that I bring with me when I travel. So at least I can say, you know, right? This maybe is what it looks like. At least you give some yeah, kind yeah, of negotiating yeah, yeah, yeah. power. Uh, and I have I have pictures of like you know my uh, my insurance information and stuff like that, and I have yeah. them in my little favorite section and. <laughs> Why I haven't done oh, it man. with the other one? I don't know. I, uh, man, we got all the way there. Man. That is a haul. So we uh, we put on a uh, John Mulaney uh, album. And okay. Listen, listen to thing. it on the way home. It's like, yeah. Is this great kids? Yeah. I mean, that wasn't that bad. I uh, was tripping balls and uh, went to a fish concert and we left the tickets back in the hotel room. That was only like a 20 minute cab ride back to the hotel room. We ended up missing a few songs, but. It was, you You get, listen, first of all. Where are the tickets? <laughs> first of <laughs> all, the tickets. The, you got the tickets? The insane journey it took to get through the casino floor while, while, in that, while in that mental state, finding a taxi, then getting through the cattle chute at Boardwalk Hall, only to realize that you got to go back and do everything it, in reverse. You just want to die. Mm-hmm. The thing, and again, yeah, it's probably a first world problem, but <laughs> you're in the mindset. You're going to go. You're going to go see this. You brought the tickets, right? That's why I love seeing, like, senior <laughs> citizens at the airport, Preston, who wear those things around their neck with their, like, if they're using yes. paper tickets, like, all their documentation is literally hanging off their chest. Yeah. I need one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they give those to you at, uh, sometimes at, like, uh, theme Resorts. Parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah theme yeah. parks, too, where you have all that stuff. Right. Right around Right, here you go. Right. And dinner's it, too, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it's why I, I love these shorts that I'm wearing right now and the, and the pants that I wear, because they have zipper pockets. Is that like an old guy thing? <laughs> hey, listen, it's just scary. No, you're just being prepared. Right? Yeah. That's I what, just don't my, want them to fall out. I, I, my Vax card is in my zipper pocket. I can't get it open because of the arthritis. Could you help me, young man? Oh, my God. Case, I thought about looking for you while I was down there. I looked for you. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we had to walk past you. Kind of, I was like... And I was looking I in. Your Preston's inside, yeah. enjoying that. Yeah, like, got oh, there early. <laughs> Having a good time. How was Fortune Feast? Yeah, she was great. Yeah, she was great. But we, um, we also we got there. We parked, and we had a, just a couple of seconds, and it was like, um, all right, let's grab a bite to eat, right? Thank God, because we were walking down Walnut Street. We were going to go to uh, Pietro, like there's a pizza place or whatever, and we we passed by a Chipotle. And I looked at my watch, and I was like, mm, maybe we should do Chipotle instead. And we all agreed to go. And thank God we did because we got in there, we ate, and then we got to the, the Miriam Theater. We sat down, and then Fortune came out. Okay. There was no way we would have been able Are to do Are you done that. eating? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, we, can I start now? <laughs> did uh, you go to Chipotle? Hang on a second. I want to, uh, I want to go to Kevin here real quick. Hey, uh, Kevin, good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. It. Hey, good morning. It. What's up, buddy? Hey, I just wanted to uh, relay some information. I my I went to the zoo the other day, and they I thought they were going to ask for my Vax card. Right. My wife uh, suggested this app. It's called Docket, D-O-C-K-E-T. Okay. And you put in your information, and it pops up your Vax card. I don't know if, you know, I guess it's up to the, the uh, discretion of the establishment if they want to take it, but it's not the physical card, but it, it has all your information. 
So you're yeah. saying it, it it accesses the medical records? Yeah, uh, you can. A lot of people are using it now. You can it, you enter your information in it, and um, so they can see huh. that you have a vaccination card. Huh. There's a there's the way you're supposed to do it is you're supposed to show them your ID, and then they are supposed to click it, or you're supposed to click it, and then it, you know, so you can't. It's not like um, you know, it's kind of like a fail safe, I guess. Okay. I'll look into and that. I see I you're taking ED drugs, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I take some of them, too. So, you know, my wife recommended them, too. <laughs> Having a little trouble with the boners, are you? Anyway, enjoy the show. <laughs> we'll help with the boners, we'll help with the All right, thanks. I'll, I will take a look at that, Kevin. I just That's have the picture. Show. The picture works. I had to do the same thing, Press, at the, uh, at the Fortune Show. Picture works. I had the... Um, I also had an experience where I was going into a venue. Uh, I had to fill out paper, uh, questionnaire beforehand... I, I get there, the guy who was checking my ticket, my ID, and all the he's like, he's like, I'm not the cops, just go. And he he had, so there are a lot of people out there who are like just over this whole thing. And this, so this dude's like, I don't even care, just go, you know? And so How he, come you couldn't get that guy pressed? I know, right? I know, right. Hang on, let me go to uh, Shannon. Hey, Shannon, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Shannon? Uh, well, uh, we had tickets. My son's had tickets for John Mulaney on Saturday night. Okay. Uh, we got gotten them for his, my son's birthday, for his 17th birthday. And so I thought my husband was away. So I thought, you know what, I'll get my ticket, a ticket for myself. And we'll all go, the three of us will go. And uh, so we're all excited. We um, park right at the Bellevue. We get to the Academy of Music. We get in. And they're scanning our tickets. And my ticket is for seven. And the boys' tickets oh, no. are for 9.30. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you could give them a preview. <laughs> I, we were just stunned. I wanted to cry. I, I didn't know what to do. And How I old are they? Uh, 17 and 18. Okay, so they could run around the city for yeah, a couple yeah. hours and be okay, maybe. There's a lot of yeah, loose they, women out there. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, they could have. But we, the, we it was for my son's birthday, so, you know. Yeah, you don't want your kids to yeah, go yeah, my, Mommy's going to watch it now, and then you, yeah, no, no, no. I, I hear you. that's got to happen. Did that they, happens all the did time. Did they help you out? Yeah, uh, we, uh, they were wonderful. We went to the box office, and there was a woman there. Um, I think her name was Amanda. She was awesome. But initially, I thought I bought my ticket through a third-party vendor. So she's like, well, I can't help you. Um, so I'm looking at my email. I'm like panic mood. And um, the tickets that we had gotten for the boys uh, were actually through them. So she was able to help us. And... Um, she moved their seats. They actually it actually worked out because they ended up getting floor seats like ten rows back from the stage for you know a small amount of money per ticket. No, so that's that's, it, that's that's pretty awesome. I, I, so you what you used because you used a service that they recognized or were able to work through. Uh, is that the case, Shannon? Yes. Okay. Because yes. a lot of times people will use less than reputable companies yeah. and they have no recourse. So I'm glad you were able to do that. Yeah, I, we were very fortunate because, like I said, my ticket was through a third-party vendor, so I thought, oh, I'm screwed. There's no Yeah, way. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, in the end, it, it all worked out for the best, but, I mean, it was, like, ten minutes of pure panic mood. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do? You, you know, you're already in there, so someone's going to have to kill time, but I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great, so Excellent. I just wanted to share that. Thanks so much. I love you guys. Um, Thank you. We love you. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, and I've done that before. We went to... It might have been like uh, Endgame in the IMAX or something like that. It was a big movie, big Marvel movie, and the whole family. We were all going, <laughs> and I, you know, and I paid that extra amount for the, you know, yeah. the, the, the IMAX. It's freaking expensive, you yeah. know that. 
we show up and there's people sitting in my seat and I'm like, well, see right here, it says on my ticket that these are my seats, you know? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go and I find the, you know, manager, whoever, and they're like, uh, yeah, that was for the showing two hours ago or three hours ago. I'm like, oh, no. I did it again. Well, I'm here I now. did it again. <laughs> they accommodated us. They did. They ended uh-huh. up finding some extra seats that we were able to. So I, it might not have been Endgame where it would have been completely sold out, yeah. but I just remember going, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like. I walked you know, in the green man when he would bang his head yeah, against the, the, yeah. the glass is what I felt like doing. I'm you know? a popular local broadcaster. Could you throw somebody out? I'm so stupid. Press, I sat in the completely wrong theater one time. <laughs> I just, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this freaking movie is like not even starting. I'm like, this is a... Bu-. Okay, so I walked in and watched the end of... Oh, what was it? It was like... Um, uh, what's the the, um, the box? His head is in the box. The, oh, uh, seven. seven. I yeah. think it was that. We walked in, sat down, watched the end of the movie. It was showing in two theaters, and we were like so confused, and then the lights went on, and we were like, we just watched the end of the movie. We just watched the end of the movie. And we went and see the theater. We watched the movie, but we knew how to end it. Oh, my God. That's, oh the, my that's God. the money shot. That is. Yeah. That's the twist. Like Psych coming in on the last the 10 minutes of Psycho. Oh God. Uh, hang on. I'm going to go to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Sarah? Um, I feel in pain at Preston on John Mulaney. So I went with my boyfriend at the time to the New York City show, and we were just we got there, and we were just drinking and drinking. New York City, down. it was John Mulaney in New York City? John Mulaney, okay. and nobody mentioned at all that you can't use the bathroom. I guess it's like his pool or whatever. So we sit down, the show starts, and my boyfriend's like, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, I can't I can't possibly <laughs> sit here and hold it. Okay. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So he gets up, he's like stumbling to leave. I'm like, I go to follow him. They're like, where are you going? They're like, you can't use the bathroom. He, no one's allowed to get up and leave. So nobody told us that these really expensive tickets, we had to leave the show. You weren't allowed back in. So if you went up and went to the bathroom, now I can understand it being a, a bit of a distraction at some level, but your biological situation may mandate you getting up and going to the bathroom. They they wouldn't accommodate you for that? No, no. And I, you figure it's a show. You want to drink, right? Like you show up. Right. right. Maybe they were filming. Sometimes the rules are That's different when they're filming. possible when they're filming. And, or at least they won't let a, a certain amount of rows towards the stage get up and do that. So, Sarah, you both of you missed the entire show. Oh, yeah, we, I was so, I didn't speak to him for a while. We missed the entire show, <sighs> lost my money, and I just wish they would have told us. Because yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have had so much wine, you know? <laughs> you yeah. know what? She should drive around with you, Preston. Can you play that Mulaney uh Concert yeah, 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 yeah. I'll play that back for her. We'll go for a ride and relive it. Uh, that sucks, Sarah. Thank you. But I, I guess sometimes you need to, uh, like me, you need to read the fine print. You never do, though, because it's usually the sem- similar thing. you got to sh- show up with ID, and you're usually good to go. Here, listen to this. I'm going to go to Nikki next. Hi, Nikki. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, y'all? Yo, Nikki, just talking about doing something stupid. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. So my best friend and I from college, in college, we were going to Janet Jackson. We saved up all our money because we were poor in college. We drove to Philly's Wells Fargo Center <laughs> to get there and realized it was in the Wilkes-Barre Wells Fargo Center. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Yeah. So we missed it completely because that's like five hours away. And uh, we were out like 100 bucks each. 
There's nothing, and there's nothing you can do. You You went to the wrong city. You went to the wrong city. I mean, that takes talent. That's a good story. I guarantee you, though, that happens. That happens more than you would think. There's a video of um, four girlfriends who I I don't know who they were going to see. I want to say it was, I I don't know what it was, but it it was a big stadium. But the video went viral, and they ended up making a video in the empty parking lot. They went the day after the show. (laughs) They were at the right venue, but day after. Whose fault was it? Yours or your friends? It was my friends, and we still laugh about it. And I'm going to call her it after this and tell her that <laughs> I was right. on the radio. <laughs> now everyone knows. Please do. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to uh, Mario. Mario, good morning. I want to lick your high. What's I up, wasn't man? Going to say that, <laughs> but we had to fill it in for you. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, quick backstory. I lived in Arkansas for a few years, and me and my wife were down there, and we haven't been to a concert in so long. And then we found out Dave Matthews' band was coming to our local venue. Pretty cool little venue. So, me and her agreed, like, hey, let's try to find some tickets. So, we go to Ticketmaster, you know, reputable site. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, hitting the refresh button, trying to find it. You know, five seconds after they go on sale, it says it's sold out. Out of nowhere, on my screen pops up two pit tickets for... Dave Matthews band. Wow. So I immediately click on it. Yeah. I look at her. I said, do you want to pay the extra money? Like real quick, let's do this. And it was a split second decision. <laughs> I hit the click. I bought the tickets. I legitimately, we were, you know, happy, giddy as could be. And then I realized, oh, she said, what? I said, uh, I accidentally bought tickets for the night before in Missouri. Oh, okay. no! <laughs> and, uh, so what do we do? So I immediately get on the phone with Ticketmaster. I'm like, hey, what can we do about this? Like, I'm calling you clearly with enough time because yeah. the concert was months away. Yeah. Um, I talked to somebody and they're like, yeah, uh, we should be able to do that for you. That shouldn't be a problem. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Put me on a brief hold, then tells me, yeah, we can transfer your pick tickets to, you know, the art center where you're going and where wow. you want to go. I was like, oh, thank you so much. Nice. So, week goes by. I didn't get any kind of confirmation. I decide, let's call and double check. So, as I call, they say, yeah, we have no record of your of your tickets being transferred and i was like well i talked to such and such a week ago and they said they would take care of it uh i don't know why they would say that to you sir that's not in our policy for oh, us to do that i, hate I that. said are you are you kidding me oh, and they were like no no i don't i don't know uh, let me see what i can do i was like okay so now i have to rely on this guy you know what i mean yeah um anyway he comes back at me says that they transfer him months go by till the show we have this dark cloud looming over us like is this even going to happen yeah showed up to the the box office we had to wait for the warehouse people to get done doing their thing and we show up fingers crossed toes crossed and they looked at us and we're like oh yep here's your tickets and we're like oh my god Wow. Thank but, God. You know That's what, though, Mario? You bring up a good point. I advise this to anyone who's going into something like this. I know, Kathy, you're, you're good on the phone. I, I am as well when it comes out to this. Get the name of the person you're exactly. speaking with. Yes. Get the extension yeah, that they're yeah. at. Write uh-huh. it down. Always build up a log of the people yep. you're communicating with. Yep. Good and call, Mario. That's exactly Mariel. what we did. I appreciate you guys. Hey, love you. Love Thanks, you. Man. See you, bud. Love you. Uh, let me go to Ed. Hey there, Ed. Good morning. Good morning. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, buddy. What's up, Ed? <laughs> All right, short and sweet, my sister did a similar thing with Hamilton tickets in New York. Not yeah, a cheap. thousands of dollars. Oh, they, they made, man. They did make good on it, though. They, um, 
she when she I think we did, when she went to the eight o'clock show, showed up like an hour ahead of time, and sure enough, her tickets were for two p.m. that day. <gasps> um, so they let them let her buy two more tickets. Uh, but then after the fact, so now she still had an extra couple of thousand dollars. Yeah, so they so did, she uh, had to purchase Jesus, a seven. new set of tickets on top of that. Wow. Oh, that, I mean, man. you want to talk about a pricey ticket. I just remembered, my, and I'm, I'm kind of working on this for him. My friend Dwayne was, fly, was flying out so. to Vegas and wanted to tie in seeing the Kiss, um, you know, he's a yeah. massive Kiss fan. Yeah. Uh, he did one of those things where, okay, got it, click, click the button. Realized he had bought tickets for a day that he was not there in Vegas. Right. So, like, it's now like, what do you do? Yeah. And uh, it's it's one of those things, like, you know, and, and like talk about the dark cloud looming over you. Am I going to have to eat these tickets? Is there a uh, a ticket swapping site? Mm-hmm. I've seen that for concerts and stuff. Like, okay. if you buy tickets to see Dave Matthews in, in Philly, and then you end up not being able to go, sometimes you can switch with somebody who's going to go see them in Boston or whatever. Right, right, right. So for for specific bands, are uh, they valid? Concerts, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. But it, it's. It's a honor system, right? You know, um, yeah. but that's uh, I, I'm not. I don't know if I've ever seen it for like um, sporting events, right? All right, here's not as big a deal, but here's a text right. coming in uh, concerning Casey. It says, I went to see Casey at Doc's last Thursday to watch the Eagles game. <laughs> there was no Eagles game. It's this Thursday. Oh yeah, God. the Thursday night huddle uh, thing right. is just a preparation for, for the game yes. coming up. It's usually not the night, unless, of course, yeah. it falls on a Thursday we night. We were football. giving away tickets to this Thursday. Well, there you right. go. Come yeah. see me at Chicks yeah. this Thursday night. There you go. I'll be there well, from well, 7 to 9. I, I will reenact the Eagles game. That'd be great. Uh, all right, we got to wrap up. Please. Yeah, because we got this pesky word to. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we, have, yeah. we have a number of calls that are on the line, but we got to give away money. Uh-huh. We got to stay on time for it, so we have to take a break right now. But nonetheless, yeah. Listen, if you if this is you, you're not alone. I did it. I did it this last Friday. Boneheaded thing. Make sure you read the ticket dates the times, and any restrictions and rules that you need to follow in order to get in because you'll be a happier person. I think so. The show. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. B-File coming up as well as what Casey said. Yeah, the MMR money clip. Stay there. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and win sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. 
All right, it's brought to you this morning by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. The iconic Lorenzo and Sons Pizza is a Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester, in Xfinity Live, and in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. I want it now. You can visit <laughs> Lorenzo'sWestchester.com. We want you back here. We want you back in Philly. All right, we will start, Steve, with the home run story. Oh, man. It's one that you sent me oh. over the weekend. <laughs> oh, yes. It's terrible because there's a horrible tragedy of a teen in it, but the details are, they're going to blow you away. A Colorado father found guilty of killing his 13-year-old son after the teen found his fetish photos was sentenced to 48 years in prison on Friday. Listen to this story. Mark Redwine was found guilty of second-degree murder and child abuse in July after prosecutors argued the 60-year-old former truck driver murdered his son Dylan in 2012 after Dylan confronted him about photographs that he found of him dressed in lingerie and eating feces from a diaper. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's his fetish. Redwine declined to speak during the hearing, uh, but his attorney said that he plans to appeal. Uh, the judge said, I have trouble remembering a convicted defendant that has shown such little remorse for what they've done. The community needs to be protected from you. You need to be removed from society for a very long period of time. This animal was so embarrassed, he murdered his own son. Uh, Dylan's mother, Elaine Hall, told the outlet, it's justice as far as justice can go. There will never be enough time for taking Dylan's life, but at least he hopefully won't get out. Hopefully he'll die in prison, she said. Now, you guys have changed your share of diapers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Has that ever made you peckish? You don't even want to be in the same building when you get a really nasty one. It's horrible. Horrible. All right. On to something lighter. Yes. But still goofy and why it's in the bizarre file. A petition has been launched to transfer a high school principal who's an enormous Iron Maiden fan because of satanic symbols. Sharon Burns is the principal of Eden High School in St. Catharines, Ontario. And due to her social media posts about Iron Maiden and heavy metal, parents started a petition on Change.org to have her transferred to a different school. Uh, The title is Eden High School Principal Sharon Burns Needs to be Transferred Immediately. I am on the Board of Education, (laughs) and I bring you learning. Uh, Petitions description, the petition's description reads... As concerned parents with impressionable children at Eden High School in St. Catharines, Ontario, we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic practices on her public social media <laughs> platforms where all the students can see them. So, to you, earth, and see. I love it. Um, she said, the petition says, Time to go to homeroom. Our school is based on inclusion and openly displaying satanic symbols on a public social media platform that directly goes against the principles of the vast majority of families who represent the school is not inclusive. Here's my issue. Like, if you had maybe, like, a bizarre, like, German, you know, like, perverse band... Iron Maiden at this point is like so innocuous. It's just a regular, right? President, like, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's it's years ago. They, I could see, I was saying to this to you last night, if it was the 70s or something when we were terrified of Iron Maiden. Oh, as a kid, yeah. I was scared of but Iron now, Maiden. Now, come on. It's years fun. later, I actually listened to the lyrics and the yeah. words and what it's about. Oh, and my yes, God. There's imagery and so on, but it's not necessarily saying, you know, we are Satanists. <laughs> you should be a Satanist. Right. It's kind of 
We are looking to sell records. Yeah. So we've funny. adopted this persona. Uh, as a result, some parents, it says, have come together to argue that she should be transferred to another school and be replaced by someone who aligns with the values of families of Eden. Uh, the photos included in the petition are Burns holding up the devil horns with a bunch of Iron Maiden decor in the back of a car. Another image features uh, features an Eddie doll with a note that has 666 written inside of a heart. Apparently, these parents aren't familiar with the Maiden song, The Number of the Beast. Or if they are, they still are offended by that. He believe it should be someone who promotes love songs like R. Kelly. Uh, they said that, uh, that it said, please note the petition is not about Sharon Burns' love for Iron Maiden. At no point has it ever been. The petition is not about a principal of a school. The petition is about a principal school openly displaying her own handmade sign with 666 clearly displayed on it. Which she knows is full well what the satanic symbol means in the vast majority of families in her school. And she put it on a professional public account on social media, not a uh, private one. So it seems shoddy. If it's on the school's account, I could see that. Oh, it's on the school's it. account? I, I, but I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. But nonetheless. It should not be on the school's account. I'm going to have to step in here. They're in a tizzy there. So. All right. A plane carrying a group of skydivers crashed in the Russian region of uh, Tatarstan on Sunday, killing 16 people and injuring six. Jeez. Uh, the aircraft had been Good carrying... Good news you get your money back. Uh, 20 parachutists and two crew members. Six people were in serious condition. You know, wow. the question is always... Out of all these people, they're wearing parachutes. You know, why don't they jump out? Right. Uh, but if it goes into like a barrel roll or yeah. something, you don't know. You can't yeah. get out. So the uh, the RIA agency cited local authorities saying that one of the engines could have failed. Uh, Russian aviation safety standards have been tightened in recent years, but accidents continue to happen, particularly in remote regions. Uh, let's see. Something a little less tragic. Uh, let's go... More Iron Maiden. Let's go to... <laughs> Uh, this one, this one's interesting. A scare aboard a Republic Airways flight prompted the pilot to make an emergency landing at LaGuardia on Saturday, sparking confusion and panic as passengers deplaned and rushed to the tarmac. Travelers aboard American Eagle Flight 4817 have reported suspicious and erratic behavior uh, from another passenger who was taken into custody shortly after the plane touched down. Authorities announced Sunday that the man was not charged and determined there was no criminality. Investigators characterize the incident as a misunderstanding. But listen, a passenger on the flight, Abigail Kunkel, uh, said some people were yelling bomb. Some people were yelling fire. And it's very, uh, very unclear what was happening. Most people were just saying run and go. And after landing, the pilot halted the airplane on the taxiway short of the intended gate. The, the plane was evacuated. And video posted on social media showed a man spread-eagled face down on the runway asphalt as a pair of emergency personnel knelt besides him. The man did not appear to resist. Other passengers appeared bewildered by the scene as they were escorted away from the plane. Some were bloodied amid the chaos. Yeah. Uh, passenger Sawad Kuja said that the man sitting about was sitting about five or six rows behind him and heard a woman say, Don't do that. Don't do that. And it's not clear what she was referring to. But Kuja said panic ensued immediately after him. Afterward, he said everyone was just shoving and pushing, jumping out of the airplane after landing. They lost they lost the slide, and people were falling off the slide that's, left and right. That's pretty high up there. People were bleeding. It was crazy. In an email, a spokesperson for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security said nothing harmful was on the aircraft and that there were no injuries to any of the 78 passengers or four crew members. There were people bleeding and falling <laughs> off of the slide. Good news, no one was hurt. Yelling bomb yeah. and run and fire, <laughs> and no, but nothing happened. I don't. 
really understand. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we have, wow, you got like a minute left. You oh. got to get on this now. Your chance to win with the MMR money clip. $500 up for grabs, and the word is car. C A R. So you have time. Just do it quickly. Pull over if you're in your car and you need to do this. Do it now. Uh, but text it to 45911. <laughs> Also, uh, to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter at the MMR app or at WMMR.com. So the word is car. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, we were doing a make good. Uh, we were supposed to have uh, keyboardist Rick Wakeman on last week. Uh, little issues with that. He's going to be on today. Excellent. We'll talk to him at around 10 o'clock. But before that, we're going to have some live music on the President Steve Show. Low Cut Connie. Very exciting. Playing at the Fillmore on Thursday. Yeah, and we're going to have them perform. Uh, we will be back in just a second. So make sure you stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey, this is David from JD Power Washing, providing pressure washing and window cleaning services for Philadelphia and all of the surrounding counties. We're family-owned and operated, starting our fourth year of business. Check us out at jdpowerwashing.com and mention WMMR to receive 15% off your first service. Thanks. Next message. Thank you, President Steve and WMMR. My name is Vito Las Brigado. I am a certified health coach and nutritionist in the South Jersey area. I provide custom analysis for individual needs, and I can help someone and my clients get to the goals that they're looking to accomplish. My comprehensive program can be found at vitoswellness.com. That is V-I-T-O-S wellness.com. Thank you so much. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Hey, real quick, uh, some, uh, I was talking about ACDC and, uh, you know, the, the music that we appreciate in my house. Um, uh, <clears throat> I saw something really cool, and I sent you a link uh, to it. A bunch of people sent me it. As well, I'm the only Rush fan in my household. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody else is really into him. But uh, it's all right. It's like Casey and Fish, you know. Right, you, right, right. You got maybe one of your kids likes Fish, but anyway, um, Ohio's the Ohio State's marching band. Yeah. did a tribute to Rush this weekend. Oh uh-huh. yeah, and I can't believe they did that. I was just, I, I, I it was, was cool. I was blown away. I actually, I got a little choked up while I was watching it. Can we grab the audio? Uh, sure. it, I didn't ask Marissa to, cool. but, but, but if you, you could, that, that'd be great. It was just the neatest thing. Number one, their marching band is incredible. The formations that they yeah. do on the field is just amazing. And they did a special nod to Neil during it. Uh, um, you know, they, they had, he motorcycling was his hobby. It was his right. life outside of Rush. And so they created a motorcycle uh, out on the field, uh, you know, in that shape. And so much so that before they had uh, their de- their details incredible, so it's a rider on a motorcycle. It's a profile of it, and the, his head actually moves down just uh-huh. slightly before the wheels start turning, as if getting ready to go. And then they move across the field. It's just incredible. I mean, to do that while you're playing instruments, and then they did uh, him uh, behind the drum kit and 
his arms reaching out and crashing the cymbals and the cymbals wavering and stuff. They're just phenomenal. But the fact that they did that yeah. for that band rush, <laughs> I never would have seen anything like that coming. Because you know how it is when it's your favorite band. Yes. Even though there may be millions of people that love them, you kind of have this, well, it's it's me. It's my thing. You know what I mean? And to see my thing yeah. uh, out like that was just so cool to me. For me, um, it'd be like them doing something from CNC Music Factory. There you, you know? go. I mean, that would just be... make you sweat, man. <laughs> no, it's... It, it's it's unbelievable, yeah. uh, and the it's it's worth listening to the uh, to their version of it because it's it's, uh, yeah. it's impressive. Yeah, they had to come up with the compositions yes. for that as well. You have to which alter it. Took a tremendous amount. It of was work. originally not composed for a marching band. I'll play a little bit of this uh, for you. I'm not sure which. Song. <laughs> Up on the screen just now, Rush tweeted out that they uh, had seen it. Yeah, Rush put it out. Uh, they said something like, we're floored by yeah. this. But I didn't see anything from Getty's, Getty's personal account <laughs> or, or Alex's, but I'm sure that they're going to as well. Those guys had to have been blown away. Oh, so that's I, awesome. I thought that was super duper special. But that's not the only thing I noticed. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, there are a few other things that I think that are worth bringing up as well. Across an empty field, down a lonely alleyway, he's always there, spying, head on a pivot. He is the noticer. <laughs> All right. Even though he hasn't put his mask on. No, I haven't. I'm no, not, I'm because gonna... he's wearing glasses. I'm and wearing glasses. stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I noticed that there's something special for teachers this week. Like what? McDonald's has a freebie for educators throughout the nation, uh, but it's for this week only. They're holding a five-day breakfast giveaway for teachers, school staff, and administrators. Uh, who can get a free thank you meal now through October 15th at participating restaurants nationwide during breakfast hours. Can it not be said that the noticer himself is an educator passing on information? (laughs) Possibly. Maybe (laughs) I can get a free breakfast. I was going to put this in a connoisseur, but we usually do that on Friday, and that would be too late. So I wanted to put this in now. Um, You know, there are a lot of places that will give educators a discount. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like um, J. Crew. If you bring your school ID or whatever, you automatically get, I think it's 10% off. Club okay. Club no. no. I think no. I saw it at uh, Wawa <laughs> recently, too. Maybe it was like free coffee. Yeah, that was for the month of September. Okay, though. yeah. All right, still, so I mean, that's nice. Right now for this week, a valid work ID is needed to get the free meals. Uh, and McDonald's at first introduced thank you appreciation meals uh, during spring of last year in the early days of the pandemic. And during the two-week campaign, restaurants gave out uh, 12 million meals. Wow. Uh, to healthcare workers, police officers, firefighters, and paramedics. So now they're focusing on teachers, which is very well, it's nice cool. to spread the love that way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, show your valid work ID. Uh, limit one per person during breakfast hours, which can vary by location, but usually ends at ten thirty. Now, what if the uh, Sunday machine is broken, though, Preston? Oh well, that's not involved in it. Okay. So uh, served in a classic Happy Meal box. Uh-huh. The meal comes with a choice of one entree, hash browns, and a beverage. Do they ever flirt with the, the melancholy box, or are they? <laughs> it's always been straight happy, depressed box. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's no. It's food. always been straight ahead happy. There's one food covered in hair. Yeah, uh, so one French fry. 
The entree choices include egg McMuffin, a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, or a sausage biscuit. Hmm. Biscuits! I'll tell you this. I think um, I'd get the egg McMuffin. The egg McMuffin <laughs> is a winner. It has been a winner ever since it was revealed and, mm-hmm. and uh, set forth on the world. It's a great sandwich, and it's only 50 calories. That's it. No. Sausage McMuffin cool with egg. Well, that's, that's a good one, one, too. It's not one of the options. I'm just saying my, my, I know, my that's, preference. I, my preference I'm is, a goddamn teacher. My preference is the sausage McMuffin as well, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, sir. Keep it down. Keep it down. <laughs> I teach people. We're like the opposite of that. We teach them wrong information. Right. Yeah. We're making people did they Did they mention it anywhere in that statement that the information had to be accurate? <laughs> no. I like the, uh, no. The McGriddle is better. I, I like the egg in the McGriddle, and I don't know why the egg is different in the McGriddle than it is in the it's McMuffin. Scram- Eggs, yeah. I believe, and yes, but I guess the the egg McMuffin they just that's what they started with, and yeah. they're not going to change the recipe. I do you know? like the egg McMuffin as well. They're all home too. runs. Any yeah. kind of sandwich like that. Uh, what is the the one that Wawa has? The uh, sizzly. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. You guys talk about breakfast food all the time, and I think like when do you get? This? I, I mean, I guess I on never, the on the weekend, on the weekends, but like we're weekends. here. I never I've eat never, breakfast. I rarely can like go to places and try their breakfast. No, we can, a we can't. We just we, we live through other people like teachers apparently now. <laughs> but uh, uh, when you on those rare occasions when you do get to take advantage of them, they are fun. Kathy, we really the, at the shore this summer. Oh, we, did you? We, we, we every every morning we did breakfast. Because there's like five places we can walk to. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay. We're going to breakfast. Because mm-hmm. breakfast is, it's a pain in the ass to make. It's early in the morning. Don't really feel like making something. Uh, and most places can't mess up breakfast. You know what I mean? It's pretty easy. Well, and I think that's maybe why I don't go to breakfast either. Because it's really the only meal that I can cook. I could see that. Like, I'm good with eggs. Right. I can do pancakes. But like, not French toast. You put, no, I can do... Well, oh, can you do that? Oh, 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 well, yeah. no. The stupid... I try to get fancy. <laughs> don't get fancy with your French toast. Just get <laughs> <regular>. fancy. <laughs> we were in... Uh, I was down the shore this weekend. And uh, we went to Uncle Bill's on Sunday morning for a uh, hungover breakfast, which was fantastic. And we got uh, table pancakes, which were a huge hit. Table hash browns and uh, table French toast. And now you have coffee. Wow. And then, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well worth it for the, those pancakes are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Did you now, have table okay. bowel movements afterwards? But, but uh, you know what? I was so surprised at how packed uh, Uncle Bill's was, even in the middle of October. Yeah. Let me ask you about your, your uh, table food etiquette. Yes. And using utensils. Uh, are there utensils for... Separate utensils? Yeah. No. Okay, my fork. Just dive right in. My so fork you had the fork, fork left. You're with friends. No, no, no. I have. I held on to my fork the whole time. Okay. And I went into the pancake plate with my fork, grabbed said pancakes, brought them to my mouth, and then occasionally. See, went that's back. where you I, lose I don't want to go where your lips have been. I'm sorry. <laughs> so wait, I did, love you and everything, but no. What? No. Uh, wait a second. Does that gross so, you out too? No, no, I just... Uh, if it's I, people that you know and that you uh, no, have no. group sex with, it's fine. I know you guys. I don't want to eat I don't anything wanna. that's I, I think the world of you, Kathy, I, mean, I don't know I want to eat your communal food. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, uh, so, yeah, if you're an educator, you can get uh, free breakfast at McDonald's this week only, so that's cool. Uh, I noticed another thing, and it does have to do with food. You had mentioned the sizzly. That's right. Mr. Announcer Man. Uh, and our friend, uh, well, Wawa is adding self-checkout kiosks. Yeah, I saw this. To the stores that let customers buy coffee and hoagies uh, without the help of a cashier. Is I think just, this is great. Is it one area that they're doing this, or is it everywhere? 61 stores right now. Our good okay. friend uh, Lori, our good friend Lori Bruce in the uh, uh, the corporate head, or at the, at the corporate uh, headquarters, uh, said the company's installed the machines in 61 stores, including in the Philadelphia region. And uh, continues to roll them out in more locations. Which, by the way, now when you mention that Wawa is testing something, 
Now you have to say what state yeah. because it yeah. used to be you knew automatically we would have access to that, oh, but they're including it. Uh, so all new stores will open will s- with uh, self-checkout as an option. So every new one that okay. they're building now is going to have it in it. Now, mind you, I, I'm I'm happy to keep also you know, people employed at the cash register, and I'm sure people will take advantage of that. I hope that you know doesn't impact that too much. But there are some times where you're going in quickly, and the self-checkout is going to make it... Yeah, I don't you think know. this is going to impact uh, employees. I think it's just going to speed things up a bit. Right. You know. My Wawa so. lately has had the best employees, and they, they've always had really decent employees, but there was a, a kind of a turnover in the last year or so. Francisco? Uh, no, no, no. That's fun to say. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about in Broomall, not the, uh. not in uh, Wildwood Crest. But I, I walked in last night, and there were three young ladies that I had never run into before, and they were super-duper pleasant. I love When that. I got back to my house last night, I was excited because I watched Monday night football and when they were kicking field goals in baltimore by the way <laughs> there was a giant wawa sign nice huh. on national television i think we mentioned it last week but um whole foods now has self-checkout they didn't have that before oh okay i use self-checkout all the time what pisses me off is when um the machines get finicky and, and then you, you gotta wait then you got it then i'm like why didn't i just go to the regular checkout and you because know, now it's a more elaborate thing a lot of times the machines after constant use have trouble reading the chip have trouble you know when you put your credit card in and sometimes the hand scanner is broken when you have like three grapes and you're putting it through in a bag and it can't (sighs) figure out how much that is have you guys used it enough to know your produce codes yet no, uh, 411 I, I don't. is my... 411? Uh, That's bananas. Bananas, all right, good. <laughs> but the, you know what? Or, I'm sorry, 4011. Uh, and place, those are... I'm sorry to interrupt. I think those are like universal. Yeah. Are they? No oh, really? grocery store you go to... Really? It's like a periodic table of elements? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. I didn't bother learning them because I didn't know that they were I don't care. universal. Yeah. My buddy Steve was uh, a cashier back in the, the 90s. Yeah. He still knows all the produce codes. Really? Yeah. Um, but places that. like Target and yeah. uh, Whole Foods, at least those are the two places that I've seen, they actually have like... Uh, they have an employee who's standing right. at the self checkout. Acme does as well. Yeah, Acme so. has someone right there, so it's not not too far. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But so, when they don't, that's a, annoying. Uh, Lori Bruce said, "Wawa piloted uh, self checkout in a few dozen locations and found that the kiosks move customers through stores faster. Uh, it also allowed Wawa to offer a more socially distanced checkout option during the pandemic." Uh, customers have noticed the kiosks and talked about them on social media, and some are excited about avoiding lines for the cash uh, cash register, while others suggested that self-checkout could make it easier for people to steal items. Uh, but self-checkout That's what is- I was wondering. I guess it's still worth it. I mean, I guess there's not <laughs> many people going in and stealing, but right. you would imagine that, that it's way easier. My Maybe. Wawa on Germantown Avenue uh, is, um, it's really jammed up. So there, there's it's small, it has a small footprint uh there's a ton of opportunity to steal from that place that's why they always have a security guard by the door ah. so uh but i mean in a larger one where you're just kind of coming out coming in and going out all willy-nilly and you know the ones like with the gas stations i could see that could be a problem here's a, here's a little known uh produce code for you uh conventionally grown produce has four digits on the sticker ah. organic produce stickers have five digits and start with a nine Aha. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. All I know is that I just, uh, I called the person over there who works. Uh, you know, <laughs> how much so, for this? I, I Sometimes I like going through the check. If I have a bigger order, because um, I can organize it. Yeah. Okay, you guys love I do that, that too, no, Kathy. Oh, you for, do? For your totally. So, so the, um, the cashier at Target the other day, he thanked me for organizing it when I put it on the belt so yeah. that yeah. he could put it in the bags. Like, I do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put all the produce together. Yeah. I put all the cold items together. Hell yeah. Same Separate size the boxes. Meat. Uh, same size boxes. Like if, like now if, that I'm not, haven't yeah, really done. Yeah, my, mine are like 
what is what is going to be easiest for me to put away, put away. when yeah. I get home? Yeah, that's, that's, that's my organization. Mm-hmm. Kathy, speaking of security, I was in your Target. Uh, did you that, love it? I did. Yes, <laughs> it was wonderful. It was a, a religious experience. Yeah. But uh, there's a guy working the door, um, making sure that you know, uh, you know, he's working security, going in and out. Yeah. He, he checks cars. What you here for, ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. He doesn't question you. Yeah, when you yeah come no. In. <laughs> but he, he glares at you. Yeah. Speaking of Target, I noticed something. Oh, oh my God. Is the this? noticer. It's a sub-noticing of the first notice. Can I guess what it is? Yes. That the holiday sales started yesterday? Yes. Yes! Wow. And a, a promise that they will get the lowest prices on gifts. All right. So the discount retailer announced that from October 10th through December 24th, shoppers for the first time will be able to request a price adjustment on any <gasps> item purchased at Target. Ooh, this is news to you? Wait, so... They... Pri- okay, so a price adjustment on any item purchased at Target if the company drops the price later in the season. So, so if how you long fi- if you, you find have? out it was between October 10th and, and December Dece- 24th, so you have to keep track of the prices. Yeah, they, but that's okay because it'll happen, and technically it w- or it used to be um, two weeks. If it was past two weeks, you're like kind of SOL. And you're screwed, you, yeah. Yeah, you bought it, but um, okay, I mean, that's good. It never w- ever oh. would have dawned on to me mm-hmm. that if I bought something... On Thursday of this week, that, right. that Tuesday of next week, they all of a sudden j- changed the price that I could go back and say, hey, wait a minute. What, Dude. mister? That Mr. Target Man. You follow that? Well, well, no, no, no. I, I don't follow it. But if it were, if I were to, like, it's happened before where I made a big purchase and then all of a sudden. It's I bought these ice tongs three weeks ago <laughs> and now they're 71 cents cheaper. No, but if it, like, if it's a bigger item and then it's like 30% off or yeah. something, you yeah. know, and you spend a couple hundred dollars on it. Yeah, I'll I'll go back and say, okay. Do you know and that's... They'll, they'll price adjust it. But it has to be significant. I'm not going okay. back right. for like what, 10, 20 bucks. Exactly. What balances that is the, the likelihood that you won't find anything because it's on a cargo ship off the coast still waiting to be offloaded. Well, that's why these sales are being put in place because retailers are worried about um, shipping and about... Supply chain. Supply chain. Yes, it's in disarray. So I have a couple of things. One, I have to tell you, the uh, Saturday actually started. They they do a deal every year on gift cards, Target does, and you get 10% off of gift card purchases. And you can purchase up to, uh, it used to be $300. It was $500 on Saturday. So I actually started my holiday shopping on Saturday. I love those deals. Are they exclusively the, Target cards? They're exclusively Target okay. cards. Yes, they are. And then, um, oh, what was the second thing I wanted to tell you guys? Shoot. Oh. Um, Why are you thinking about that? Bring up the supply chain thing. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday whose uh, girlfriend is uh, uh, an executive with uh, Lego, the company. Yes. And uh, was telling me about uh, the how backed up all the ships are. They're so much so that they are now going to hire independent yes. shipping yes. to go out to these boats and, and bring it back. Yes. And transfer certain cargo Whoa. onto that boat and bring it back. The companies that have the wherewithal. Private, and pay privately for it. Doesn't that blow your mind? It's so, wild. So companies that have the wherewithal and the financial ability to do that yeah. are going to just jump in and do it themselves. Yep. Rather than, so you've the seen the aerial coming. shots of sh- cargo ships backed up. All over the place, just waiting there because there's no one to unload them when they get to the dock. Yeah, the longshoremen right. and all yeah. that stuff. When you get to, also, when you get to the base of the Delaware River, uh, where uh, the Atlantic and the Delaware meet, the people who take, who, the, the pilots of the ship who take it across the ocean right. 
are not allowed to pilot the ship up the uh, Delaware River. They're, they're, they, right. That is a standard practice, with, yeah. like like right. harbor captains mm-hmm. and things like that, who will, they take it in from a certain point because they know the area better. Yep. Right. So going back to the Target deals, I yes. also, this is like a public service announcement, and I think I, we talk about it every year, but um, Target did post a, a few deals. I checked them out. I was like, wow, this looks great. But you have to do your homework. It was they were discounting something fifty dollars, and right. if you just went to that retailer that was selling that product, it was fifty dollars cheaper listed on that site. So Target's uh, making it look like it's a deal, but it's not. You're getting the exact same price that the retailer sells it for. Bite your tongue! <laughs> I can't believe you would. Utter now, she's one of the biggest thing. Target profits, but on the whole, wow. Target is. Is good when it comes to this. Yeah, just I mean, they if don't you're pull buying that bigger, switch. I mean, but look if around if, is what she said. Yeah. Shop yeah. around. Her mama told her. Yeah, your mother told you you better <laughs> shop, shop around. around. You know what my mom did tell me this weekend. What? She hates Target. She doesn't what? go there, and she doesn't like to shop there. And she didn't want one of the gift cards that I bought on Saturday. What? Yeah, I swear to God, does she... she have a reason other than she just doesn't like the merchandise? You're a whore. <laughs> I don't know. I tell. I go. Have you been to the home section? And she goes, Yeah, I have. I just no. She is. Uh, she's a Maxinista. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but Max, you know, Max Max. doesn't have the the, the product selection case, does he? Well, they don't. No, listen, you. Listen, you're at the mercy of whatever they have on the, on their racks. Or if on you want a Ziggy boat so. of candle, you can do okay. Like, I'm not going to go. I'll go to TJ Maxx uh, for my socks every single time, but I won't go there for my underwear. because you love they, the socks at TJ Maxx. I do, I do. And the problem here is in my household, in my household, <laughs> I am the only one who actually has paired up socks in a drawer. The rest of my family, they, and I don't know how they can do it. They can wear two different socks at the same time. I can't. Communist. I just can't no, I do can't. it. I'm with you. And uh, so, because I have paired up socks, my uh, my sock drawer gets purged all the time. So, rather than looking around the house for socks to pair up, I just go buy another, you know, six pairs of socks. And, Preston, I think uh, I do what you do. Right? I'm not sure. I think you might have mentioned this. I have, like, four types of socks. That are, I just buy them in bulk. So yep. I have my athletic yep. low socks. Yep. It doesn't matter. They're the same socks. So they pair up fine. Yeah. Uh, I have another, like for a, like white tube socks, and I have dress <laughs> socks, and they're all there. They're all the same. So it doesn't matter what I pull out. I'm, gonna, I'm the winner. Yeah. yeah. But um, when it comes to underwear, though, TJ I wear Max, socks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, I wear Fruit of the Loom. And TJ Maxx doesn't carry it. Um, what's the other one? Begins with a W. Uh, Walmart. I don't know. Westworld? What is it? Walmart? No. Oh, no. It's like TJ Maxx, but... Wegmans? No. Wee J Maxx? Wah, wah. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, what's the other TJ Maxx? Ross? It's Marshall? Ross. Marshall? Ross. And the Upside Down W. Upside Down W. Okay. Oh, my God. What happened here, Ed? What's the one with the Upside Down W? You mean in the picturing the... It was anyway. I know. I know. Marshalls. You were doing a handstand when you pictured it. Marshalls doesn't carry fruit loom, so I have to go to Kohl's for my underpants. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, shoppers are being encouraged to shop earlier than ever to guarantee that they can get all the items on their wish list uh, before these shelves are emptied in the supply chain thing. So, Kathy, you're right. It's real. Now. I, I, and yeah. I, I went yesterday too. I went shopping yesterday, and I got um, some Christmas gifts. Yeah, right. You got it now. Yeah. You know, my wife actually started doing that a, a couple of weeks ago because she said. When it comes down to, you know, that, that last month, month and a half, she's like, you're not going to be able to find the things that you're going to want to yeah. find. I've made the decision that everyone on my list is getting something from Hickory Farms. That's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. So I it's think that's the way to go, idea, right? Man. Yeah. Uh, do I have time for one more or? Oh, shoot. No. Um, what? Yeah. Well, yeah. Is it, how short is it? It's 
What's uh, it going to be, boy? Um, yes. Yes or, or no. No. All right, yeah, this is a short one. All right. I did notice this one, and it's very, very quick. You can now use Google as a guitar tuner. Oh. There's a feature called uh, Google Tuner. And it will use your computer or phone microphone to listen to the sounds coming out of the guitar and tell you whether they are in tune or not. Now, there are apps that you can buy. Right. Yeah, I have that exists, well. yeah. But if you don't want to go to the trouble of that, or if you're in a pinch with your guitar, you right. know how you're always walking around with your guitar, <laughs> uh, and you can sit there and do it. You could also tell the Google existent to, quote, tune my instrument, or this existed before, uh, but now it's available as a search phrase and works from any device. So if, you, uh, if you're in a pinch for a guitar tuner, you can use it via Google. See, that's, that's cool. cool. That was yeah. quick. That was yeah, quick. That's, quick. Yeah. that's all we have time for. I wanted to notice one last thing. There's uh, Casey's Marshalls. <laughs> it's upside oh down. <laughs> and it is indeed a W. All right. Uh, what I didn't realize is we have a lot of passes, and it's my fault because I thought we only had 10 passes to give away. Uh, for Halloween Kills, the screening of tonight. No, we got a bunch of them. Oh, then let's so move them. I will take, Bill, I'll take nine callers to make you That's happy. the way to do it, homeboy. 215 wmmr It's tonight at 7 o'clock at the UA King of Prussia, and then it will be in theaters and streaming only on Peacock October 15th. Huh. So if you want to go to the movies tonight, man, we got you covered. Nine callers, 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break. We'll come back. When we get back, we're going to see how this goes, man. Live music from Low Cut Connie. Love it. We have a show coming up at the Fillmore on Thursday. We'll be right back. Join Nick from the Preston and Steve Show Thursday from 7 to 9 at Chicks at 1807 Washington Avenue in Philly for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Enter for a chance to win Eagles LA tickets and a Boston Scott signed football courtesy of Bud Light. Plus enjoy $3 Bud Light drafts and bottles. We get a little musical activity on the show this morning, which is wonderful. We love having live music here on the Preston and Steve. It's the best. Uh, and uh, this next gentleman is with a group who has been destroying stages <laughs> in the greater region for a good uh, decade plus now. And I will freely admit, I'm not plugged in to, to the local music scene. Nor was I until recently. But so many vibes have been coming from this band, and I wish I would have known uh, earlier about them. But it's never too late. No. Never too late. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Low Cut Connie to the show. All right, all right. All right. Good, Good to see you, fellas. How you Great doing, to Adam? Be here. I'm doing all right. I'm down here in South Philly, ready to play some music for you guys. Nice. Well, listen, let's let's talk just a little bit about the band because, like I said, you know, uh, I, I I just have not been that familiar. I'm not I'm not in on the local music scene, but you guys have branched out beyond that, which is you know a, a testament to how talented you are but not that long ago i caught video of one of your live performances and i'm like right. yeah uh i <laughs> get this we got to have these guys on because your live shows are a, a, a level up i mean so uh you play piano you're a multi-instrumentalist uh, instrumentalist but i see when you're behind the keyboards i see a little bit of uh jerry lee lewis yeah. a little bit of the killer coming out and stuff like that you're really dynamic oh, yeah. and kinetic on stage you always been that way, or did it uh, did it come out once you got low cut Connie together? Yeah, no, I'm a ham. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, 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 for whatever reason, since I was a kid, I play the piano and I stand on it and I play it with my feet and I'd climb it. You know, I'm I'm always climbing all over the furniture. I don't know why. Maybe it's a Napoleonic complex or something <laughs> like that. 
But, uh, you know, I don't know what happens, fellas. I get on stage and everything, all my stress fades away. And it's just like this other person comes out. And, um, you know, we, we just try to give the crowd the most cathartic, crazy, high energy experience they've yeah. ever had. By the way, so, so Adam, is Low Cut Connie, I've, I've heard, is kind of your alter ego. Like, that's another right. person. That's right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's this person. It's really my true self. Oh. You know, when I walk around on the street and, you know, like, you know, that that's my daytime situation. But at night, under the stage lights or the oh. camera or when the record, you know, the recording light goes on, this other thing happens to me. And, you know, that's Low Cut Connie. So in the, the daytime, the mask goes on. But at yeah. night, you reveal your naked self. <laughs> That's and, you, it. and you do get naked on stage, or uh, fairly naked on stage. I get as close to naked as the law will allow. <laughs> right. Well, let's, let's remember what happened to Jim Morrison. He got into trouble. So you say, take it to the limit, the legal limit, and then we're good. I love the concept, though, uh, and it's a great one, of... You know, just returning to putting on a show. Like, I, a lot of times I've gone and seen artists that I r- really enjoy... And and the stage presence leaves a little to be desired. And when you sense, and, and obviously by looking at, at your videos and stuff, you're committed to, I'm going to give them a show. And there's there's yeah. a place for that. And I love that you're doing it. Well, listen, I grew up watching, you know, on MTV, you had Tina Turner, Prince, Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, Freddie Mercury, you know, the Mick Jagger, the greatest live entertainers ever yeah. and uh you know tina turner she was like ten thousand firecrackers going off at one time do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like yeah. like just you could not be bored watching tina and you know i love making records i love doing tv and all these different things that i've gotten a chance to do but my favorite thing is just just be on stage and just get people's hair messed up. You know I get I get a little bit of a Peter Wolf vibe from you yeah. as well, oh, Jay yeah. Giles band. Um, Peter Wolf is is a is is one of my absolute favorite you know front person. He is uh, just amazing and and a big influence on me. So awesome. That, you, yeah, for you, sure. You know, it's interesting though when you do something like this, and obviously you you are doing it right, and you guys are doing it right. Uh, you. You can walk up to that line and, and you don't want to be like a self-parody. You know, you want to be authentic. And so how long before you found yourself right in the pocket of where you wanted to be on stage? I mean, you you, you said it, you know, like um, you, it takes a lot of practice. And listen, Preston, Steve, I bombed like for 10 years before I hit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I played every sleazy little dumpy little dive bar, <laughs> you know, both in the U.S. and internationally. And by the time I hit with Low Cut Connie, I was ready to sing my song, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I knew who I was. I knew what my style was. I knew what my voice was. And I was confident. But I'm not going to lie to you. I bombed, you know, probably 100 times before I hit. Yeah. yeah, very few people. There are there are those rare exceptions where they can just walk right out and boom. Yeah. Uh you gotta find your way. It's like a comedian, you know, they gotta work their way up. You exactly. gotta feel the crowd. You gotta, you gotta you gotta know what the material is. You have to learn. I mean, the Beatles spent all that time in Hamburg cranking out uh their uh, you know they were they were earning their keep. They, yeah. had to, they had to do what they had to do, and it was it was playing you know uh, eight hour gigs and so on. So yeah, you, you find your way, and it sounds like you guys definitely have. And then you got on the the radar 
I believe it was Barack Obama, correct? Wasn't that kind of taking it to another level? How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I'll never never know. Uh, You know, 2015, he put out this uh, list of his 20 favorite songs. It was the first year that he had done that. And it was the Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, Aretha Franklin, Sly and the Family Stone, Low Cut Connie. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> it was a crazy thing. And um, I got invited to the White House. And, um, you know, he was very encouraging about the band. And at that time, guys, I still had a day job. I was a teacher. Wow. And uh, it just put some wind in my sails. And uh, I realized at that point I kind of had to take that leap and uh, just go, you know, 24 7 with my with my musical career. Yeah. It's just hard. You know, it's hard to take that leap uh, when you're not really making a living. And I'm just glad I did because the band has just grown and grown. I, before the pandemic, I was doing 120 shows a year, traveling internationally. So this show at the Fillmore. Is uh, you know, and then tomorrow night at DC. These these are our comeback shows. These are like we got through it, and let's all have a wild rock and roll night together because mm-hmm. we all been through so much. Nice. Well, this must explain that uh, that dive bar you were in, where one of the patrons had a Secret Service detail. That must have been uh, Obama. <laughs> I wanted to ask you if you're teaching and you're doing all this and trying to get your career uh, going. How how did that work out if you were teaching, still holding down a day job with as, as aggressive a schedule as you were maintaining? I was, you know, a nights and weekends and summers kind of person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I didn't find any success with my music until I was 30 years old. And so at that point, fellas, I thought it was over for me. Sure. I thought, I thought, you know, I'm just going to be like a nights and weekends kind of performer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes when you stop trying and you stop trying to force it, uh, you know, maybe that's when you do your best work sometimes. Yeah. So that music and those shows that I started doing with the band when I wasn't concerned with just trying to make it as a career – those were the magic moments that actually propelled my career forward. Yeah, you know? I, that makes sense. Did you see the movie Soul by any chance? Because it's kind of I the, did not. the guy's a teacher. I like, yeah. I like the music, though. I like yeah. the music. But it, it, you, you're saying things that, that is sort of a, an epiphany that you get when you're working at something, yep. you know, and you really love it, and you and you finally say, "Okay, I, I've got to go all in now." Because the, all the signs are there, and go for it. And it doesn't always work out. It's clearly worked out for you. Well, a couple of years ago, I had the good fortune to meet Elton John. You know, Elton John played one of my songs on his radio show, which was stunning wow. because he's like one of my greatest heroes. And then he invited me to his show here in Philly at, at Wells Fargo. And I went backstage <laughs> and he said, listen, kid, you got to get out there and make some noise. You got to get out there and make some noise. He was like, you got the you got the talent. Right. You got the songs, but you got to make some noise. He was encouraging me to kind of own it. Yeah. And, you know, don't don't look in the rearview mirror of what it took to get there. Don't look over your shoulder what other people are doing. Get out there and really seize the day. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really inspiring to me because Elton is one of those people, you know, who reinvented himself and kind of took over the world with his music, you know, yeah. uh, by being himself. What do you say we make some noise right now? Uh, we're going to get uh, Adam to perform for us. There it is. <laughs> Playing Can at the you film hear one. that? 
I can hear it. I want to do this little thing right now. I want to do this just for my good pals, Preston and Steve. Oh. Right here in Philadelphia, the greatest radio station, WMMR. It's a little something called Back in School. Here we go, fellas. Cut Connie on MMR right. performing at the uh, Fillmore Thursday night at eight o'clock, making that boogie woogie thing, man. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that makes you get up and move, and that's why you guys are like a dancers band, right? I mean, people who want to get up and move, right? Yeah, like I, I believe that if you go see a show, you spend your good money, right? You get through that whole work week and all the hoops that you got to go through just to get to Friday night, or in this case, Thursday night. You know, you should get, you should have the time of your life. Yeah. You should mm-hmm. be able to dance. You should be able to sweat. You should be able to make out and flirt. <laughs> and, you know, just all your stresses and cares evaporate in the air. So that's what we're going to try and do at Fillmore on Thursday night. It's going to be great. I love it, man. Yeah. How, how uh, when you're done with a show, how tired are you? Because you guys are a real physical band. Yeah, uh, I'm spent. And I'm I've you know, I've said everything that I have to say and I just kinda like kinda like Prince used to do, I kinda like to just disappear. You know? I'm not like the I'm not the party after party type because I give a hundred and twenty five percent during those couple hours on stage. Because it's not about how I feel, it's about how you feel. You know, I am there to facilitate your time. And give you a magic night. And when I'm done doing that, I just want to disappear, you know? Now, while all this, uh, well, while we couldn't go out and do that type of thing, and now we're returning to that, uh, you and the rest of the band members of Low Cut Connie uh, put together this series called Tough Cookies. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, listen, like everybody, we, we were off the road for a year and a half, and I was stuck here in my house in South Philly. And um, a lot of the fans 
they started sending us messages back in March of 2020. Can you go live on on your social media? Just play us a few songs. Do something, you know. So last March, we went live right here. I was in this room I'm in right now. I was in a bathrobe, okay, <laughs> no frills. And I played songs with my pal Will, my guitar player, for an hour. And by the end of the hour, we had thousands of people watching, and we, were, we had people in over 40 countries watching. Nice. I mean, it was crazy. Croatia and South Africa and Australia. And so we did it again. We did a second episode, and we had 40,000 people watching. It's amazing. And so I said, you know what? We're going to do this the entire time that people are quarantining. We're going to do this every week. So we did 103 episodes. Ah. And let me tell you, fellas, we had nurses that would play the shows in the ICUs. Uh We had, you know, frontline workers that would put their cell phone in a bag, little baggie, and staple it to the wall so they could see it at work. Uh, you know, we had people from all over the world send messages to us and say, you kept us going that whole year. It gave us something to look forward to, you know. And uh, it gave me something to look forward to, you know, to be of service during during such a difficult time when we were all sidelined and, 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 and feeling helpless. So I'm proud of my whole team for making the tough cookies thing happen. I'm proud of my fans who were tough cookies and got through difficult situations. And now we get to do both things. We get to go on stage and play in front of people, and we continue to do tough cookies once a month. And Steve Van Zandt came in and was a part of one? Yeah, little Stevie was on my show last week. I nice. had... I've had, uh, I think, 12 Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. I had Dion and, uh, you know, Darlene Love. I had Sly and a Family Stone. I had all these people. Wow. But but Little Steven last week was a trip, man, because, you know, I grew up with not just Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, but The Sopranos is my favorite TV show of all <laughs> yeah. time. So we got to talk about all of his work. It was pretty cool. Nice, man. Well, listen, Adam, if you don't mind, let's get one more tune from you to get prepped for the uh, the show on Thursday if you got time for it. You got it, fellas. I'm so <laughs> thankful to be here. I want to thank you for having me on. I want to thank all the radio listeners out there for staying strong, for being tough cookies. I want to do this for you. This is called Private Live. All right. <laughs> You gotta know that baby 
Preston and Steve, and all the good people at WMMR and all over the Philadelphia Tri-State area. I hope you have a beautiful week. I'll see you on Thursday night at the Fillmore. I love all you tough cookies. <laughs> Adam, I love that freaking song. What great lyrics, what great melody. Wonderful, man. Thanks for playing Thank this you. morning. We appreciate it. Have a great time. Thursday night, we'll send the masses. 8 p.m. Tickets available at philmorephilly.com. Good luck to you and the rest of the gang in Low Cut County. Uh, Adam, thanks Thank for coming Thank you on. so much. Take care, fellas. All right, let's hear for Adam. Low Cut Connie. I'm telling you, go do, a, if, if you're not familiar, go do a quick search like on YouTube, and you'll see what the energy uh, the vibe is of these guys on stage because it's one of those yeah. where you're like, "Wow, okay, I want to be a part of that." And the with some of the scenes I've seen, like there's like audience members are just coming up on stage and just dancing, and, and it's very cool. It, yeah, is, the, these are few and far between. These kind of just yeah. control the stage and dominate the performance, and yep. that's what they're doing. Love it. Yeah. All right, so we have a couple of minutes here, Ooh. and Kathy said she wanted to tell us something. Oh, yeah. Just take a moment, and uh, she's like, I don't know what you guys think, blah, blah, blah. But I No, I know it. what you're going to think. It's just okay. something that we've talked about, and I wanted to let you guys know. I think I know. I started watching Ted last night. I know. <laughs> to tell you is yes you've been everybody's been telling it. me I don't like it. No, no are you i love it i love every character uh, in uh, the show right there's the ex-husband is the only one that i hate right like, every character is amazing right oh, yes I, I love them i love yeah, all excellent. of them all right how much, how, did, you, how much did you watch the first season yeah. <laughs> oh my god all right how long did it take because listen it was a only day? 10 episodes and they're like a half hour 40 minutes each so you can really kind of get it done in two days casey I'm not kidding. A day. A day. Wow. Yeah. It's now to that point about people who are reticent because they think it's just like a sports comedy. It is not. No. It is, it is. It is. It is that rare thing. It is a feel good show. It gives reaffirms faith in people, mm-hmm. and it the characters all have um, issues, but they all have wonderful aspects. And it's it's just great. And how many times did you uh, wheel, wheel up? Cry? Well, I yeah. was, I almost texted you guys, uh, and then I was like, no, I want to save it and tell them. But, yeah, I was like, great. So another show where I'm crying about how sad this is. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, but you, it's you not, also it's cry not, for happiness. You cry for happiness. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Well. Yep. Yeah, I had a friend recommend it to me. I ignored that recommendation. Then Casey started watching it, and then I started watching it. Uh, and, and the season finale was this past weekend, and it's... I'm bummed. Like, yeah, I don't know how long know. we have to wait, but like, I'll probably watch some of it again. I'm sure I'll binge. Maybe I'll go back to season one or whatever. But it, it's cool that we have to wait. Like, I, I kind of like the building of the anticipation until season three, but it also sucks. We watched the first season four times. Did you really? Yeah. Four <laughs> times through because we had other people we want to show it to. And we're like, I will right, we'll sit down and watch it with you. <laughs> You watch it again. Yeah, okay. Watch it again. Well, and I could have started the second season, but I was like, all right, slow down. Like, pace yourself so you have right. something to watch. And but that'll mean something more to you, obviously. Mm-hmm. One one of the things that I noticed, though, uh, the woman that plays Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love her for so many different reasons. I love her character, but um, she has wrinkles and her face moves. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she's is yeah. beautiful. She's yeah. human. Uh, yeah, oh. she's human. I'm like, okay. I love this. I yeah. love her. So for the same reason why I stopped watching American Rust, I can't watch it anymore because hmm. um, you have like Maura Tierney, right, who is supposed to be this like tough seamstress chick from like the Rust Belt in, in Pennsylvania. 
but she's got duck lips, right? Like so, <laughs> it's like hard, right? so, it, it's really, really difficult for me to accept her as a character when, like, with no, duck lips. with with duck lips. What was like? Truth... But she's playing a duck. <laughs> <laughs> but Kate, it was like truth be told, right? Didn't you mm-hmm. watch that too, Kate Hudson? You're like, what, what surgery did face? you have right before you filmed this? Yeah, yeah. they got they got to stop, especially if they're playing salt of the earth type people. And right. they look like they've had a quarter of a million dollars oh. worth of plastic surgery. The best, Steve, in, in, the, in the last episode of this American Rush show that made me go, I can't watch this anymore, is uh, is they bust in on this guy who is in the shower. And he's a, he's a drug addict, right? Yeah. So they're, they're shaking him down for some information. And this dude is so cut up, muscles. He's yeah. got, like, abs like I've never seen before. Well, that's the thing is a lot of people don't know yeah. how good heroin is for your training yeah. right now. <laughs> When you're cutting weight for a competition, <laughs> right. you got to go full bore heroin. But um, so getting back to Lasso, Kathy, wait until you get to the, this next season Don't because, like, well, I'm not going to say anything, okay. but just like there are so many different layers to everything and, and everybody. And I called the yeah. case, right? You did. I did. You did. Yes. You did. You called it. And um, so thank you to, I, I guess, Preston and Marissa for finding the biscuits recipe. I was going to ask how those turned out. Putting it up on to uh, on PrestonandSteve.com. I saw her send that. Yeah. I really had no idea what she was talking about. No, you didn't. You didn't bring I any? The biscuits, uh, yes. I didn't bring any because I ate them all. Yes. <laughs> were they good? Uh, they were great. So the, um, they're not like super sweet. Have you ever no. had like a straight up like a butter cookie? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. It's like a butter oh, cookie, but they're, um, so it calls for, the recipe calls for coarse salt. So it has this nice little salt touch right. to it. It's great with, like, coffee, tea, mm-hmm. uh, ice cream or whatever. But, but Rebecca lo- makes them out to be, like, the greatest thing ever. They're not quite mm-hmm. that, but... I love, the, I love the hatred for tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> show. Spray on dirt water. And probably, I mean, there there's so many great parts to it, but um, just some of the, the awkward scenes where it's just, like, a second of, like, silence and mm-hmm. two characters looking at each other. Like, it's just, everything is done so well. It is. It's the closest I've said to, to something that is a, a Frank Capra television series. Where you legitimately, you can feel good. And then when things aren't completely resolved at the end of an episode, you're like, oh. No. But, it's, but it's got the feel good, but yeah. it's it's funny, it's yeah. dirty, it's it's all Great. these other yeah, things yeah, yeah. that you're looking for. Is if you don't want, you know, touched by an angel or something like that. Right. You want. Uh, it's, it feels re- more real. That's what killed me. I told you, President, about the, the LA Times, the, the reviewer says, uh, this is the d- it's optimism, it's downfall. I'm like, you dumbass. That's yeah. exactly why the show is popular, because <laughs> it, it holds out hope for people. And that people given given half an inch can do the right thing. Kathy, how about Roy as a character? It I, just he's cr- I, I love all of them. He gets even, better too. even the girl, like uh, the Achille. Achille. Like at yeah. first, yeah. I, I was like, oh god, I hate this girl. And then like two episodes in, I'm like, I love her. Uh, did, no. you, did you watch the em- the Emmys when she won the the? No. Yeah, so they both hug. They really are. Past- really I love to see that. I'm waiting for one of them, you know, the, oh, the child pornography. Was yeah. not. <laughs> but for now, we're whisked away to a happy land where Ted Lasso is real. Kathy, did you watch it with Bubba? Uh, no, he watched it already. Oh, okay. So he's oh. already, so you, did you, you did this all by yourself? All by myself. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> You're such a big girl. Did, were you watching it on your iPad with the flashlight under your covers? No, yeah. I'm not Preston, and I didn't have headphones uh, on. The, uh, <laughs> can I recommend a show? Yeah. Yeah. The show is made. It's oh, on Netflix. I'm watching it. It's unbelievable. It is, if, and I, I tweeted out. I said, if you've ever been in a situation where you have ever had to, you know, uh, pull it together to to for you and for other people that you love in your life, and had to try to stretch things and make ends meet, 
Um, you know, Preston, I had images of Laurel House in my mind. I told you, yeah. uh, Margaret Qualley is amazing. She's this single, not a single mother. She's got a boyfriend, yeah. um, and uh, who is who is abusive, and she has to cut out on her own. It's a true story. You it's know a that, true right? story. Yeah. yeah, and so she becomes one of these day maids. For the service that you know, oh, I started watching this. Yeah, yeah. I it, watched the fir- like the f- half of a f- first episode, and uh, then I fell asleep. But it was good. It's amazing, so and it and it. I've never seen when you know we've all. I remember Claire and I years ago having like a coin you know star moment where we're like, holy Christ, how do right. we? You know, this is we just got bombarded with stuff, and then we were behind the eight ball. And and, and to anybody who's ever had that sort of situation, this show speaks to you because they they actually do things like with graphics. Kathy, as you know, she has like $21 in her pocket. Yeah. Can I get this? Can I do this? You know, can I can I afford this? Can can I sleep here? Right. All those things. It's just amazing. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll put that. I'll add that to the list. Yeah, there you go. Some stuff. <laughs> I mean, there's it's 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 a great problem to have, just a boom of, of outstanding programming out there. Uh, you watch. Margaret Qualley's going to get, I think she's going to get a nominee. She's going to have to. She's, she's so, so good. good in this. And, and her mom, her actual mom is... Annie McDowell. In the show. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Her actual mother in real life is Annie McDowell. It's Annie McDowell. Because her mom in the show is Annie, Annie okay. McDowell. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that her mom was Annie McDowell. Yeah. Kathy, I started watching uh, Sex Education, which is another one of those sex That's shows. That's the Big that Dong show, right? No, no. I watched that. <laughs> no. Wait, I told you to, I told you to watch sex that one. Sex Life the... is yeah. the other one, right? Yeah, that's why I said, I, Kathy, I started watching Sex Education on your recommendation. <laughs> I, I know. It's I on after sure. butt love. I know. Steve, Steve keeps interrupting <laughs> over here. Not the Big Dong show. The Irish show, right? Yeah, the Irish show. The Celtic Dong Show. Uh, yes. Stop it. Sex like Education it? on Netflix is a good show. Look at the size of my member. Back Jeez. to you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> no, do you like that, it? Is it, is it actually a good show? A good, or is, it, is it just no, a... No, I liked it. It was a really right. good show. It's a great show. Season three is on now, and uh, I highly recommend it. Also, uh, we mentioned uh, Kurtwood Smith earlier, right? Because he's going to do another season of... Uh, or the, that 90 show, right? The 90 show, yeah. yeah. Uh, a show I've recommended a few times called um, Patriot. He's, uh, he's one of the stars of that, him and Terry O'Quinn, and that's on Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. It's a lot of crap to watch. Hold on, Marissa wants to add something. Well, Say guys, by the bell. You guys kind of made fun of it this morning. There's a show called You and Kathy. Have you watched it? You, you, the third season. Yes. No, it's no, no. Spelled no. E W E. Have you watched the first and second season? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I think you guys, you gentlemen, would enjoy it. It is like a total mind f. You, the, are you talking the, about the stalker guy? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, wait. yeah. Is this? Oh, hang on. You got you watched it, didn't you watch it, Casey? Yeah, I stopped watching it. Yeah, you know what? I, and I, I, so I disagree with you, Marissa. I'm sorry, but any guys that I talk to hate this show. All right, hmm. then I take I, it back. I, I love Marissa. I love it. Okay. I couldn't wait for the third season to come do, out. Do I you then tacitly hate Marissa for suggesting? No, no, no. It? I'm, I'm just saying I love the show. But any time I've had a discussion with a male about this show, they don't like it. Uh-huh. So it's too female driven. Okay. I guess I don't know. I don't no, know why I, I, they don't listen, like it. Listen, mate is is you know the, it's got women in it, mostly women. Maybe because so. they get nervous that it could be real life and they're actually stalking. Like the women. Fatal Attraction. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah, it's so good, isn't it? I love the it. The twists and turns yep. are unbelievable. Okay. Nice. Well, I'm just happy Kathy started watching Ted. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's uh, you're, you're <laughs> See, on board. What are you going to do about season two? She's um, going to watch it. I'm going to take my time. We really take jumped into it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And well, let it last. Let, yeah. it, let it drag out. Yeah, like, like good sex. God, man. There's, you know what? And, and here's the, the bitch of that. Binging or not, uh, it depends on which show you're watching. But like Mrs. Maisel. How long has that been? Thirty-five since years. The last season. Yeah. Uh, and and some of these are taking absolutely forever for them to come out. And listen, when we had David Harbor here talking about Stranger Things, uh, we were like, "Dude, you guys took a long break." He's like, "Oh, well, pardon us." Yeah, 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 that's right. 
We only gave you like six movies worth of material yeah. in that season and so on. He's, he has a point. I know. Stop and think but about it. But the programming though. is so good. There was a time when a, a, dr- a dramatic show would have 29, 30 episodes yeah. right, in a season. Right. So And it would go much longer and they'd be doing full... full now. But these production values are a little bit bigger now. Or whatever the case, um, the quality has definitely... There was some, some great shows. But uh, the quality has risen. I actually prefer the more truncated storyline. Give me something that can wrap up where you're not... Hey, this show is going to be on for five years. There's no way the lead protagonist is going to die here. Uh, A show that's a little bit more limited in its run presents the options of characters that you love Mm -hmm. getting off. Well, so Netflix Not that that's the big sell, but it makes it more unpredictable. Netflix is still doing... We're going to dump it all, and you can... You know, parse it out if you want or watch it all. Up to you. All, it's dumb. all up to you. Um, uh, Hulu, Hulu <laughs> does something a little bit different where they'll dump like two or three episodes and then weekly. Weekly, right. yeah. Um, and then Apple does weekly. And do well, you Hulu, have a preference? Hulu is doing Hulu. the uh, 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 murder, only murders in the building, uh-huh. yes. uh, which is as uh, we're coming up on the end of that. That is the Steve Martin Martin That's Short. weekly. Right, right. But and that, that is off, weekly. I think, didn't it, as uh, two episodes? There were two, two episodes. episodes right. off the yeah, bat. Two like, they gave you a little taste, like a good pusher. Mm-hmm. I need then, Hulu uh, recommendations <laughs> because I pay for it each month and I don't watch anything on then it. Then only yeah. murders in the building. Here's okay. your recommendation. Get, uh, the, uh, get the login code from Chuck D'Amico Go. and just use theirs. I have a profile <laughs> in his now. Yes, but then, <laughs> when you try to log on and they're using yeah, it, they they it uh, Handmade Sales on Hulu, I believe. That's Hulu. a really good one. Uh, but that's Hulu? drama and heavy. Yeah. Uh, what else on Hulu? The, I think, um, oh, what is it, Fires, Little Fires, Small Fires? Uh, do, you like, fires. Uh, do you like Canadian comedies about hockey? Because uh, I can, I can <laughs> recommend one. Like, uh, Ladder Kenny is a great show. That's on Hulu. Uh, and but there's, I'm the there's, only there's one to watch there's two, there's, there's 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 a lot, but there's some things that are really good. And it's like, are they going to do another one? Like Jack Ryan. I want to see another I, season of Jack Ryan. I'm, I'm going to recommend a show uh, that was on CBS that is ported over to Paramount+. Plus. If you liked The X-Files, if you liked uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, if you liked uh, Silence of the Lambs, it's called Evil. And it's in season two. Is and it, it a scary? It is a scary. <laughs> and it is uh, it is um, dark. It's also, um, it's it's funny, so you, but it's, you, it's, it'll twist you up. You told me something the other day about, because you won't, you don't flinch at anything. And me, I watch everything through my hands. I'm right. not that big of a puss. That's so raven you watch but that But you recommended a way of watching something that I have yet to employ yet. See which, if it works for you. Which is, he said, um, just imagine when something scary is happening, right. just imagine them actually being on the movie set. Like right. in real life. There's a guy there with a camera and a whole crew behind him. Come back from the screen and realize there's probably some guy who's sort of pissed off that the day is running long there with the with the clipboard. Uh-huh. And there's you know people just watching and there's a guy leaning on something. Somebody's and got that's a really sandwich. Te- right, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that that makes it. And then when you need to reimmerse, you can forget that. All right, here's my next question: Is Foundation has anybody watched any of it yet? I, that is on my list because it's based on a classic science fiction uh, series of books. Right. Nick, uh, I almost said Nick D'Amico. Nick uh, Giorgio. <laughs> Nick Murphy is giving it a thumbs up in the other control. All right, cool. Marissa's got a, I'm sorry, Nick, I didn't okay. see it. Uh, Marissa? One more, um, the complete opposite of Letterkenny, which I love, Nick. It is a great show. Um, Kathy, for you, there's a show called Younger with Hilary Duff. Are there big dogs in it? Okay. <laughs> it's a girl who's like a single mom in her 30s, and she pretends to be younger to get a job in the like uh, magazine industry. Huh. Oh, okay. It's very cute. It's short. It had a whole bunch of seasons, and they just added another season uh, this past spring. But also, Netflix, do you guys watch The Guilty? 
No. Oh, uh, there is so much on Netflix. Is that what the Jake Gyllenhaal? There's so much on everything. Yeah. It's going to be, it's in the top ten right now. I highly suggest it. Wait, it's a movie, right? So good. It is a movie. I know it's on shows, but it's very good. By the way, did Bill walk out or stomp out? I couldn't tell. He is so mad at us. He kind of stomped out of here. No, no, no. He was standing back in the corner. He doesn't watch TV. He has pot stickers in the Yonkers. Oh. (laughs) To make him feel better, I will make this a podcast so everybody can go back and listen to all of our recommendations that we were talking about. And speaking of of shows, uh, Squid Games obviously is huge right now. And who sent that over to us, Marissa. They sent some uh, food over a Korean restaurant, and it's it, it's an aspect of the the show because I haven't watched it yet. My daughter watches it, and I need to get on board. I watched it; it's very good. Yeah. But, oh, but what's it? what's that cooking yes. thing called? Do you know? It's, it's, well, honeycomb was the name of the. Uh... It's got a big taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big, big bite. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, I know it's that not it's not small. small. Uh. Casey, what was the one that you recommended? Uh, the sci-fi one, outer space, uh, something or other. Foundation. Oh, it was uh, Sciatal on Hong Kong. Is that on? Uh, <laughs> is that on Apple TV Plus? Wait, uh, Foundation. Oh, Foundation. Foundation. I didn't recommend it. Okay. I just don't. Know, but it looks really good. And yeah. yes, that's on Apple. It's with Wendy Williams. Because I've uh, you asked a little bit earlier uh, about watching shows binge style or week to week. I think I've gone back to the week to week style. Like I'm I like waiting because it, it drags it out a little bit longer. And I find when I binge shows. I don't enjoy them as much because like, you, you watch so many all at once and you kind of forget the nuance, you know, as, as it moves along. Although I did binge uh, Squid Games, but only be- so I could catch up to my kids. Gotcha. I go both ways sexually. No, I go both ways <laughs> from time to time. If it's something I'm really into, uh, I'll, I can do a two or three episode. And I, tr- I try to meet myself, but... Um... Yeah, I look it's forward right. to Only Murders in the Building because I know that, I, you know, I got a new one tomorrow and then season finale is next week. By the way, uh, with the going back to the Squid Games and the, the restaurant, uh, the, the name of the restaurant is uh, Crunchicken, mm-hmm. and they sent over Dalgona. Interesting. Uh, to try, which is this cookie. Steve's eating it. You hear him crunching. <laughs> yeah, I hear it. So what happens? There's something uncovered underneath That's it That's how something? you know you've been selected for mm. the... Excuse me. Nothing's, uh, nothing is uncovered underneath, uh, and I don't want to give anything else away. Uh, for anybody that's listening, but it is it is one of the games in Squid Game. Okay, all right. So they have a version of that, and they mm-hmm. sent that it over to us a, a prominently. Uh, and they also sent and a bunch of other uh, <laughs> Korean food over to us as well. So really they brought in uh, some sweet chili, spicy tofu, and veggie and chicken dumplings and stuff. So thank you guys, we appreciate that. It's crunch chicken, and they said uh, we're so excited that uh, Squid Game has brought Korean cuisine to the forefront. And people are trying a traditional treat, and it's helping us to make more uh, Korean culture more accessible. All right. So with, with um, the Squid Games, the um, I'll tell you this: uh, you don't want to give away too much because it'll you, you'll ruin the experience for people. Yeah. So Nick Got Murphy it. and I were talking about a, a, and in this case, you try to preserve it. Uh, if you get a chance, watch the movie Malignant. It, it is uh, from James Wan, who did The Conjuring, Preston. And, then it's uh, the, called Malignant. Malignant, yeah, <laughs> Malignant, and. Uh, um, it is. Uh, it's one of those movies where you afterwards you're like, "Whoa, I did not see that coming," and I don't know how I feel about this. And you you think about it over and over, like, oh, you know, like with the sixth sense, you know, you're like, "Whoa!" I, from left field, and um, you need to watch it. Okay. It is it now. It is a scary. It's a scary. Okay. And it's a bloody. Okay. But um, it's a good. Is it a, a subtitled? No. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. in English? Yes. It's in English. It's in English. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of being a scared, uh, we have uh, these movie passes for tonight. Halloween Kills. Uh, it in does. King of Prussia, 7 o'clock. UA King of Prussia is where this is. Is this all we have left here? No, we have... Um, got to be more. Halloween yeah, Kills. So we're going to yeah, take... Yeah, yeah. You won't die. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Halloween's got a big, big fright. All right, uh, and in fact, we will take, let's take a dozen callers, and we'll give you movie passes for tonight. I know, Bill. Two, that's why he stomped out of here. Oh, yeah. He knew I was going to do that. 
215-263-WMMR. We'll get you on board. We need to take a break because, once again, we have more money to give away. Yeah. It is with the MMR Money Clip, and that is coming up in about 15 minutes. So stay close. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com. Our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at radio.com. All righty, we should, um, I guess, do this, right? It's time. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. No, she she was was a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh my God! Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right, the word is chance, C-H-N-C-E, and this is your chance, obviously, uh, to win some money, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that word. Three ways to do it. You can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry will win $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from Beasley. So make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by Horizon Services. So again... The word is chance. C H A N C E. Good luck to you. Let's do the B file. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, got some great stories for you, friends. We'll begin with this one out of Florida. This is truly a Florida man story. Oh, yeah. Authorities say when they arrived to four feet high flames in a roadway, hmm. they found a man holding a sword and drinking alcohol. Hi! Deputies say that they were on active patrol when they spotted the flames around 2.12 a.m. According to police, the fire was in front of a man's home who they visited around five times in the past six months. Oh, he's a prince. For illegal burns, and officials say that the fires ranged from being on the sidewalk to taking up the entire street. I like fire. Officials say when they went to speak with suspect Scott Taylor, he was sitting in front of his yard holding a sword and in his hand, and he had a knife in his waistband. Police say he was also actively drinking in front of them and began chugging from a half-gallon bottle of Captain Morgan spiced rum. So what was the reason for the sword? Did he ever explain that? Ah, you just fell. Ah, what you do with fire? Uh, authorities say he dropped the uh, the knife and sword when asked, but could not provide an answer as to why he started a fire in the roadway. I didn't start. I'm like Billy Joel. I uh, didn't start the fire. He was arrested and taken to the police department. Police say that uh, while the man was in a holding cell... He also intentionally broke a fire sprinkler head, causing water to flood the cell and booking room. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a peach. There he is. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. All right. Uh, this is out of Phoenix. A woman has been arrested for assault after she shot a man who was shoplifting from a Circle K. Uh, the shooting happened after a woman identified Shot him? as 41-year-old uh, Miriam Shekamus. Uh, who allegedly saw the man stealing merchandise from the convenience store. From the Circle K. Uh, yes. When uh, Shekamoose, she tried to forget the yeah. moose for a moment, <laughs> tried to stop Why him. Why don't you forget the moose um, for a moment? He tried to push past her and run away, so she shot him. Yeah. A shoplifter. He's getting away with $1.25 worth of merchandise. Yeah. Uh, the shooting victim was not at the Circle K by the time police arrived, but he was later found nearby and was hospitalized with serious injuries. Shekamoose was booked. <laughs> 
and faces aggravated assault charges. All right, we'll just do one more quick story because our guest is on the line. Oh, nice. And we will end with uh, this one. Across China's public parks and squares in the early hours of the morning or late afternoon, groups of grannies will gather. Right. The gangs, made up of mostly middle-aged and older women who went through the Cultural Revolution, take a corner of a local park's uh, sporting ground and dance in unison to Chinese music, but very, very loud music. All right. The tradition has led to alarming standoffs with the blaring music frequently blamed for disturbing the peace in often high-density residential areas, but many are too scared to confront the grandmothers. So these are gangs of grannies. They're gangs of grannies, for real. Wow. Uh, the dilemma of the dancing grannies has prompted some to seek out tech solutions. One went viral this week, a remote stun gun style device that claims to be able to disable a speaker from 50 yards away. China is home to an estimated 100 million dancing grannies. Wow, man. Square dancing allows older women, many of whom live alone or with younger family members who they accompanied with on a move to the cities to socialize. They form strong bonds or even uh, shop and do activities together. But apparently... Do they smoke and drink? Neighbors complain it's gotten out of control with competing groups blasting their music over each other Man. in small areas and bullying those who try to intervene. So there's like gang fight, granny, granny gang fight. Yeah, viral videos and reports have shown the groups arguing and fighting with basketball players to take over their court or in one case breaking onto a football field and stopping the game to dance in the space, prompting a police response and arrest as well. Gonna so, F you up, mother effer. They're not sure what to do about the gangs of grannies in China. Wow. All right. And there Did you not go. know that was occurring. That is what I have in the bizarre file. All right. Our next guest is ready to go. Let me play just a short interlude before we bring him on as to what he is capable of and then some. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of any song ever is Jam Session. The even grumpier old rock star tour <laughs> is invading North America. And on the 29th, he will be performing at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. Please welcome the one and only from ES, Mr. Rick Wake yeah. to our program. Rick, good morning. Hey, good morning. I want all those those mad grannies on stage. <laughs> at your show. They couldn't they would have to have a great time, don't you think? Oh, I just I just think though, this is China's way of saving money on carers. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Carers. <laughs> hey, Rick, I have to admit, as as a longtime fan of of Yes, I had never heard you speak until the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and I had no idea how funny you were. I had <laughs> no clue. Well, I, I do a lot of it in the UK. I've been doing uh, comedy and stand-up things in the UK for like. 20 plus years wow um but but never had the never had the opportunity to do it in a, in america and uh, and the rock and roll hall of fame that was a, a weird one I'm, I'm standing up on this on the stage and you know i've got to be honest i i love award shows i think they're they're great i love to i, I love them all but, but the thing that i i don't get are the speeches because mm. they're always so boring i mean how many times can you be told that you know they want you to thank your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, <laughs> you know the, the man who made your first guitar string? And <laughs> I mean, who gives a toss? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're in, and, there, there, there is there. No matter how hard they try to reinvent that speech, it's always the same. And you took it in a different way. Well, it was it was. Boring. I mean, I have great respect for the Rock Hall of Fame, of course. Um, we were on on stage, and it was getting 
it was getting pretty boring. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was it was actually Trevor Rabin and John Anderson was sort of something like and they know that they both know that I do comedy in the in the UK and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, they just wish they said, "Go on, go for it." This is boy, go for it. <laughs> and I went, and I said, "No, I can't." I said, "I'm not known for any comedy and things over here." Hmm. And they said, "Well, one way to find out." <laughs> I thought, no, I so I walked up to the to the mic, and what you get, as you know, in those things, because uh, basically people want to hear everybody play. That's what they want. Yes. Uh, and and there was like this hum going round of conversations of about. 17,000 people chatting to each other. And I thought, well, you know, I can't do one of my routines because they're too long. But, you know, I just take little snippets. So I just did an opening line to see how it went. Mm-hmm. And um, people laughed and suddenly it went quiet. Oh. And I, out of the corner of my eye, I saw both John and Steve put their thumbs up going, go on, go on. Yeah. So I just kept picking bits of various routines and, and until uh, it was time to go. And ah. it, <laughs> it, it wasn't meant to be irreverent or anything like that. It was just a, you know, a bit of fun. You know. Oh, I I, I love that. You you know, I mean, uh, Alex Lifeson did a, a a similar thing and took it in a different direction. I don't know if you ever saw his uh, induction ceremony. No, I haven't seen Alex's. I know, I know. So I haven't seen. I must check that out. Oh yeah, and, and uh, it's it's a nice break from what you're expecting, and and you've got to be the only. Uh, the only inductee who's ever mentioned the prostate on stage, and kudos to you for that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's 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 very true. <laughs> Although, incidentally, I, I was I was you know I arrived I arrived in America yesterday, and uh, and I was re- reminded about it a couple of days ago <laughs> because I had to go for uh, an examination, shall we say. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Where I I found myself re- reliving some of my stories, <laughs> and uh, and it, it's it, you know so I probably won't be telling that one for a little while. Uh, Too close to home. Well, speaking <laughs> speaking of stories, the, the the even grumpier old rock star tour is you and a keyboard, and obviously you're playing music, but you're you're, you're sharing some stories with the audience as well. Yeah, I, do, I tell lots of. Uh, of silly stories. I mean, one great thing that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame did for me uh, was suddenly uh, I was coming out to do a piano tour and, and I kept being asked, you're going to tell some of your stories. Hmm. Uh, and, and, and suddenly because of that, people over here very quickly in one fell swoop knew that I that I I told lots of ridiculous anecdotal stories. Uh, so that that helped tremendously. Yeah. So there's there's I've got a couple of keyboards, a piano, um, and I play music of of mine, of yeses, of, of of people I've worked with like David Bowie, Cat Stevens, and a few others. And then in between, tell some completely ridiculous stories uh, that all have a semblance of truth to them. I, lo- I love the concept of the evening with and, and that you're getting sort of a context of things. Obviously, you're, you're a, a, a solid storyteller and you have that, that humor, which helps. And that just makes it a more comprehensive thing. You're obviously, you're not going to get someone who's going to walk off the street and say, oh, Rick Wakeman, I've never heard of him, but I'm going to take this, take in the show. N- no, you're going to get people who are really uh, fans of your stuff and, and it gives them an extra layer uh, you know, to attach to. I, I love the behind the scenes. I love, you know, the life experiences during, um, you know, certain pieces of music and what you were going through. And anyone who's a fan is going to love this. And I count myself in the ranks of massive Yes fans as well. So um, in general, when you put together something like this, because you've done sort of the separate elements, uh, you know, on their own, was this uh, a lot of fun or was it a little bit more difficult than you thought it would be? No, it's a lot of fun. The difficulty comes is because, like, uh, um, 
it's actually in a straight in some ways it's harder being on your own um and in, in some ways it's easier the 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 harder side of it is that the focus is totally 100% throughout the entire show on whatever it is that you're doing. Mm. Uh, the easy and fun part is that, unlike with a band where you have a fixed set of what you're going to do pretty much and, and what you're going to say, when it's this show, uh, if something happens, which often does, I arrive in a town and somebody might say, hey, do you remember 10 years ago you were here and you, you knew this happened? And you go, oh, I remember that. I could throw that in. So you throw that in the show, and then you step. And you suddenly then do a different piece that leads you on to another piece. And sometimes the sh the show can be a lot different from the night before. Uh, uh, not that it's planned like that, because it just sort of just sort of happens. So that is the great advantage of being on your own, because you can do anything you like. Right, and, uh, you, you... and, and that is that. So it's fantastic, and it also has that great thing of making every show like an opening night. Which well, is great. You have that, yeah. You have that fluidity, which is great. And I wanted to ask you though, you're known for being very fan friendly, and uh, for you know meeting uh, audience members and stuff like that. Will that be a part of this show as well, or how, how are you oh, handling yeah. it? I, oh yeah, we do. We uh, our meet and greets go on forever. Uh, I love people, and normally I would meet a lot of people afterwards. So I think there's a lot of restrictions, obviously, right. uh, the, this time round. Um, but yeah, I'm a I'm a real people's person. My late father, who was a great musician, a lovely guy. You know, he he said to me very early on, "If you don't like people, you shouldn't be doing this." Yeah, that's, uh, that's exactly and then, right. And, and I meet, I still meet people to this day. Who go, oh, I'm terrified when I go on stage. I feel sick, and I and, and after a show, they want to rush away and do. You go, why? Why are you in this business? Right. So, you know, it, 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 this is this this is one of the most wonderfully social and sociable businesses you could possibly be in with, and it's an honor to be in it. So I like people. Hey, Rick, uh, so I found out recently, uh, I live in a town called uh, Harleysville, Pennsylvania. It's about uh, 35 minutes outside of Philadelphia, and uh, there's a guy who has a, um, it's a museum of sorts. It's private, though, and he's collected what is considered yeah. to be the largest collection of electronic music equipment, and he apparently, and I haven't seen it yet, has the keyboard. I played the roundabout solo section when we were bringing you on. Apparently has the keyboard that you used in that session. Were you aware of that? Yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what, what happened was uh, I decided it was, and this, a lot of this is down to my son, my second eldest son, Adam, who plays with Ozzy and, uh, and Sabbath and that, a great player. Mm -hmm. And he came to my storage unit uh, and he said, Dad, you know you've got like four thousand square foot of <laughs> of flight cases and stuff. He said, "Do you know what's in them all?" And I said, "No." <laughs> and he said, "I bet some of them, some of that stuff's been in there since the seventies." I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and he said, "He said that's 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 tragic. You should be ashamed." And I said, "Well, well, why? It's all part of uh, of nostalgic my heritage and things." He said, "Yeah, and, and what good's it doing?" Yeah. And he said, there are people out there who would love to see that stuff, have that, have that stuff, and get it working and repaired and, and used. It's, it's, that's what it should be for, not for you to keep in a box in your storage unit. Yeah. And, and I thought, you know what, he's absolutely right. Um, so I spoke to a friend of mine in London who, who I knew dealt with the, um, uh, this, this chap in, in, uh, in, Pennsylvania, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and I said, look, I'm I'm going to have a clear out, 
And they said, he said, well, have you got anything interesting? I said, well, would you mean interesting? He said, well, he said, by any chance, do you have the original Hammond C3 you did roundabout and stuff on? I said, yeah, it's in a flight case. Wow. He went, oh, my God, what else you got? <laughs> uh, he said, have you got anything from the original Journey concert? I said, well, I've got the original uh, Honda D6 clavinet. Wow. He said, make a list. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I, made a, I made a list, and he came back from this guy from... Uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, he said, uh, right, here's, here's what he would like. And I went, fine. And they came with a big truck and took wow. it all away. And then... That's I've, amazing. Uh, I've all, a lot of other stuff has gone to uh, lots of other people. And do you know what? I feel really... I feel so happy because it, it's being seen, being That's used. Great. And, 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 I'm, and what I'm going to do next year is I'm going to clear the rest of the storage place out. Wow, it's amazing That's a great stuff. idea. It's like when Ringo was selling his, his you know, Black Pearl uh, Ludwig drum kit. I'm like, how could you part with that? But it's like, it's doing nothing for him. Pass it on he to people, it. yeah. Give it to people who are really going to get some enjoyment about it, you know? That's, that's, that's right. I mean, uh, there was... There was uh, I mean, I hear from some people who bought some of my stuff say that they, especially stuff that I didn't think worked anymore, mm. and they've got it going and they're playing it and they're using it live or using it in their homes. And, uh, and that's my son Adam said, told you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what kids are supposed to do. They're good like yep. that. <laughs> nice. All right, well, Rick, we know you got to run, but uh, the even grumpier old rock store, rock star tour uh, is going to be at the Scottish Rite Auditorium, uh, and it will be October 29th. Tickets are on sale. Now, we have the, the information posted on our website, but it, it's such a treat to talk to you, sir. I'm a huge fan. Thanks so much for coming on this morning. Oh, you're, you're very kind. Thanks so much for talking to me. I pretty appreciate it. Anytime. Rick Wakeman, guys. Yeah. Man. Oh, I'm glad we got him back Me on. too. He's a really awesome. nice guy. And I love that. Now, everything he was saying was right in our wheelhouse yep. about what well, you got to like people if you're doing what you're doing. And I had always thought of him as, because like he wore capes on stage, right. and and I always thought of him as kind of this mystic auteur. Yeah, like yeah. He, like he didn't he, he didn't you know talk to people. Right. He's such a unbelievable keyboard player. Uh, there was kind of like this untouchable musician, but it turns out he's hilarious and he's a people person. So. One of the best concerts I ever saw. Yes, at the Nassau Coliseum years ago. And I mean, I still, you know, you remember those moments. Oh yeah, when when like you cannot believe what you're seeing, yep. and the the musicianship was just stellar. Nice, love this part. All right, and with that, we're going to take a quick break, and I have a few more of those movie passes to give away. Halloween nice. Kills, and it is tonight at seven o'clock. You want to go? You a king of Prussia? Uh, we will take five callers, six callers actually. Two one five two six three WMMR, and we will set you up for that screening tonight. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Today is a Tuesday morning. Don't forget, a tattoo up for grabs. Preston and Steve Show style. 
It's Tattoos Day, so text the word tattoo to 39333. You will be taken care of by the amazing people at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. They're on South Street, and uh, they're at 1729 South Street, to be more specific. You can check out their artwork online. If you want to take a peek, feel free to go right ahead and do that. But you'll need to text the word tattoo to get in on the winning, and we're going to give it away uh, at the end of the program. So we're giving all kinds of stuff away. Uh, In fact, I think we have somebody who's talking about giving things away right now. Is this Mason? Yeah, hi. How you doing? Good. Mason, we got something for you. You know what that is, right? $500. $500. You got it, uh-huh. man. Mason is our winner. Yeah. MMR's money clip. And he got through and entered the word, and uh, now we have the money for it. Where are you from, Mason? I'm from Philly, Mayfair. All right. It sounds like you're on the move. Where are you headed to right now? Nah, just at work right now. Just All right. What, what do you do if I don't mind? If you don't mind me asking? Landscaping. Landscape. Okay, that hence the outdoors. It sounds like I can hear like a lot's going on. Oh, right you there. do us a favor today. Go right up to the boss. Say I just won five hundred dollars. I'm never working again. <laughs> I dare you. Put all the Eagles money line. Nice, Mason. You've been a long time listener of MMR. Yeah, yeah, for a while now. Uh, excellent. We love you. So, uh, uh, on behalf of the radio station, as a thank you for listening, we have five hundred dollars for you, Mason. Congratulations, brother. <laughs> Hang on. We'll take care of you, and it's that simple. Mason won. You can, too. We have uh, many more opportunities throughout the course of today. I think there are at least six more times, five more times. I forget. Do we do it seven or do we eight? eight. Twenty-five. It's eight? I don't know. So let's eight, let's ten. eight ten, noon, two, two, four, six, and eight. That's yeah. seven. There we go. Yeah. Seven times. So All that's right. one less than eight. Yeah. Five more times. All right, we're going to do today's lesson question. We're going to give something else away. We have uh, the Matrix on digital to give away. Uh And the question I'm going to go for today is, what does Marshall start with? Oh, my God. (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. What letter does Marshall start with? (laughs) You may think you know the answer, but you had to have heard it earlier this morning in order to truly know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. WMMR. What letter does Marshalls start with? We're going to do the trash while you call in with that answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get the story. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Britney Spears' fiancé gifted his bride to be with a purebred Doberman puppy. Spears has reportedly fallen in love with the pooch and is already trying to train it to meow. Oh, my God. Paul McCartney doubling down in a recent BBC interview insists it was John Lennon who broke up the Beatles because he, quote, needed to break loose. McCartney says the rest of the band was initially devastated. That is until Yoko piped up. Oh, my God. And then finally, Leonardo DiCaprio and his much younger girlfriend, Camilla Maroney, caught trying to discreetly leave an L.A. restaurant on Saturday. Apparently, DiCaprio had some difficulty securing Maroney's car seat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your part of the track. All right, let's see if we happen to know, uh, or someone knows, uh, the answer to the question, what does Marshalls start with? And we're going to go to, uh, let's go to Bobby, see if we can get it. Hey, Bobby, how you doing? Hi, how's it going? Good. All right, Bobby, what does uh, Marshalls start with? Uh, if you do a handstand, you can see a W. A W, <laughs> yes. Yep. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bobby, we are going to set you up, man. You get the Matrix on digital. Uh, you can plug back into one of the most successful film franchises franchises of all time and own the Matrix now on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital. Does this 
the music sounds a little different, doesn't it? It's, it's missing an instrument, I feel like. Uh, I, the bell? Yes. Yeah. This is, uh, we haven't played this in a while, and usually we get Steve oh, on the bell. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll do it next time. I, I wasn't picking up that. I got uh, it. I got you. Yeah. All right, let's do uh, <laughs> new music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I'm like, it's fire and high from ELO, where there's nothing yeah. missing from it. <laughs> I remember a bell. I've been listening to that song since I was a kid. I play the bell. Yes, you do. All right, so we'll start with this. Earlier this week, uh, a memorial was unveiled honoring Eddie Van Halen in his former hometown of Pasadena, California. City officials watched as a plaque was presented near the city convention center, uh, which is next to the Civic Auditorium where Van Halen played a number of times between 1975 and 1978. On the li- on line of the t- or one line of the text uh, on the plaque reads, the Van Halen family emigrated from the Netherlands to Pasadena in 1962. Alex and Eddie Van Halen attended schools in Pasadena and began playing music together with Eddie on guitar and Alex on drums. Uh, residents raised $6,500 to pay for the memorial. The plaque contains the Van Halen logo, but not Eddie's photo. It was reported earlier this year that um, that it wasn't going to contain his likeness or the famous Frankenstrack guitar. But they put up a plaque uh, at his uh, in his hometown, which is nice. Billy Corgan performed an acoustic set at his uh, Chicago tea shop, Madame Zuzu's Emporium, this past weekend. Nice. Uh, Eventbrite described it as a unique and intimate evening of story and song. Uh, He performed songs from his early years as a musician and songwriter uh, with music written between 1985 and 1990 when he was a fledgling artist on the way to making his first album. We have some audio. I love him by himself. I hear it. So Ozzy recently told Metal Hammer that worshiping Satan has protected him from getting the coronavirus. Oh. Uh, He was joking. Uh, He said, uh, my wife had the virus, my daughter had the virus, and I never got it. Being a devil worshiper does have its good points. Uh, However, he has his own litany of health problems, including a broken neck. And uh, he is currently in physical therapy and awaiting surgery. Rob Zombie shared an image of himself standing in front of the Munsters' house on Instagram. He's working on the movie, right? Uh, Zombie, who is currently working on a film based on the sitcom from the 1960s, captioned the picture with greetings from Hungary, a.k.a. 1313 Mockingbird Lane. I love that house. Although no release date has been set, the reboot is scheduled to premiere on Peacock the same day as theaters. Uh, Paul McCartney revisited the breakup of the Beatles, flatly disputing the suggestion that he was responsible for the group's demise. Speaking on an episode of BBC Radio 4's This Cultural Life uh, that's scheduled to air on the 23rd, Paul said that it was John who wanted to disband the Beatles. Uh, Paul said, I didn't instigate the split. That was our Johnny. Uh, The band's fans have long debated who was responsible for the breakup, with many blaming Paul, but McCartney said Lennon's desire to break loose was the main driver behind the split. Uh, confusion about the breakup was allowed to fester because their manager asked the band members to keep quiet until he concluded a number of business deals, Paul said. The interview comes ahead of Peter Jackson's six-hour documentary chronicling the final months of the band. The Beatles' Get Back, set for release in November on Disney+, Plus, is certain to revisit the breakup of the legendary band. Paul's comments were first reported by The Observer. Uh, when asked by interviewer John Wilson about the decision to strike out on his own, Paul retorted saying, stop right there. 
I am not the person who instigated the split. Oh, no, no, no. He said, John walked into a room one day and said, I am leaving the Beatles. Is that instigating the split or not, he said. Uh, Paul expressed sadness over the breakup, saying the group was still making, quote, pretty good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right, I guess. Uh, but he said, this is my band. That was my job, and this was my life, so I wanted it to continue. But I think the bottom line is, is they all kind of wanted to do their own thing at that sure. point. Sure. And, and they could have. They could have done both. Said, let's come back together yeah. in a year's time, in two years' time. And do this thing again. We can all go out and do it on our own. But I think they were just kind of sick of each other. I well, that's mainly was it. The original story, as you remember, was Preston, and this is the way that it. Like in the original Let It Be, you got the notion that John was bringing Yoko to the sessions, and then they were all have, getting split in their different ways, and that caused agitation. And so Paul decided he wanted to leave. Right. That was always the standing. I rumor. Think, I think they all grew in different dir- right. different directions, and. Part of John bringing Yoko was his growth in his weird direction. Right. Paul was wanted to work, 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 work really hard, hard, yeah. hard. He was like the the taskmaster, uh, and George, George had always was getting been... more spiritual, and, right? And, and he'd been over not not intentionally, but when your third is George Harrison, right? Yeah, you yeah. you want to have he wants to, he wanted to get out and get his own. And he was also exploring more Eastern uh, type of music and things like that. And uh, Ringo was just chilling, so it was a good time. Probably also drinking Let's a lot. Let's make a movie about cavemen. Uh, so anyway, they it, it was time for them to to end it because they were just kind of they were getting tired of each other. I think. But John is I think what Paul's point is is John was the first coming saying I'm done. You know yeah. I'm, that's it. I'm no, finished. No. So, but but I think they were all like. <clears throat> If, if you go to, if, if you look at when, um, G- there's video footage of George coming in to design, to come in and sign the dissolvement. Yes. And uh, have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, I have. He's yeah, singing yeah. Hare Krishna right, as he's yeah. doing it. Like he's really giddy about it. Right, yeah. So they were, they were done. They were, they were finished. So, uh, one last thing, two of Sting's major hits for the police, uh, scored 2021 BMI awards for recognition of airplay. 1983's Every Breath You Take remains the number one song in BMI's repertoire. And Every Breath You Take. Yep. Wow. 16 million performances of the song. Every Breath. Uh, Sting's 1982 Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine classic. Every little thing she does magic is magic is recognized for 8 million airplays. As was John Deacon's Another, One's Bite the, Another One Bites the Dust and Brian May's We Will Rock You for Queen. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards for Honky Tonk Woman. Steve Winwood's Higher Love. Sting was also saluted for his uh, co-write with Mark Knopfler on 1985's Money for Nothing, which was saluted for 7 million plays. It's amazing. And Elton John's 1970s hits, Benny and the Jets and Don't Go Breaking My Heart, both reached 7 million performances with, I guess, why that that's why they call it the blues, hitting the 6 million mark. I was never a massive fan of that song. I appreciate that time. Guess why they call it blues? Yeah, yeah. I love that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that song. All right, and that's it. Last story of music news for you, my friend. Oh, you don't, you don't, no, please, please. Okay, I've, oh, I know, that's very sweet. Yeah. Hey, I try to bring it to you every day if I can. We're going to take a break. You might be screaming, yeah, if you win some more money with uh, the MMR money clips, which are many more times today as we learned at seven altogether. So five more chances. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment to wrap it up. Leather Day next. 
Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Beginning Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Uh, today, oh, it's that Tuesday. Can we do this? Hey! hey! I would like to give away our free Preston and Steve Show theme tattoo. It goes to Brian Bullock. Never mind the Bullocks. Brian is from Pottstown, and we got him a $350 gift certificate certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, They're at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. If you want to check out their artwork samples, just go to floatingworldtattoos.com. Or uh, their Instagram account, Floating World Tattoos. So take a look when you get a chance. Congratulations to you, Brian. I want to thank our guests. We had live music today from Low Cut Connie. Yay! Uh, Adam, lead singer of the band, and actually the alter ego. He's he's the real guy, but uh, right. Low Cut Connie is kind of his alter ego. A uh, lot of fun. Really cool, feel-good music. And they're going to be playing the Fillmore on Thursday night. Very excited about doing that here in Philadelphia. You can go to lowcutconnie.com for tickets and information. And then another show, but not till uh, October 29th, is uh, who our other guest was on for. It was uh, Rick Wakeman. Yes. He's great. He was awesome. Uh, The even grumpier old rock star tour. Uh, is going to be at the Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood, and tickets are on sale now at rwcc.com. He was cool, man. Just a lovely guy. Uh, so we need to do the letter of the day. Uh, so I guess we can uh, get Casey on board. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. C as in Californication. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, yes, we are giving away four-pack tickets as MMR rocks. The Red Hot Chili Peppers with the Strokes and Thundercats Saturday, September 3rd next year at Citizens Bank Park. Uh, tickets are on sale Friday, by the way, at 10 a.m. You can go to Ticketmaster.com or WMMR.com for complete details, pre-sale info, and another chance to win for MMR VIPs. So there you go. We'll get the next letter and the next letter and make it four of them, and we'll have a word, and we'll give that prize away on Friday. Frankenstein just won. Yes. Letter is C. Yes, it is. Cats. We did it. I know. That's yeah. why I did it. Awesome. How you doing? Kooky. Kooky. You look a little kooky. Well. Your walk was a little kooky coming across the room. you got to get kooky if you want to be kooky. Yeah, man. That's right. That's are you what so- I've always said. Are you sore or was that just a fun little uh, shamble that you that did? That was a shamble. Okay. Uh, and I am a shambles. <laughs> You're going to have fun today, gang. I am. And on the program today... Ah, yes. Thank you for asking. We'll have tickets for... (laughs) I wanted to get to the letter. It's important that we take care of the proper order of business. Yeah. Then, there is Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets along with the Strokes and Thundercats something or other. Yes. At Pierre's Good Citizens Park. Um, There's no... You want to borrow my glasses? Yeah. (laughs) Today's announcement is brought to you by Glaucoma. (laughs) 
lot going on. Your best line ever is still with me. Pierre has the eyes of a falcon. A falcon. <laughs> oh, my God. That had to be 10 years ago, and I still love that line. Uh, I don't know. It's downtown like in 10 years or something. Right, I'll right. have tickets for that. Right. Uh, we got Jackson Brown to celebrate for his recent birthday. Uh-huh. We got David Lee Roth to celebrate for his recent birthday. And we got Bad Company. They had no birthdays, oh. but we're going to do them. I love going through some Bad Company with you. Thank you. Excellent. I my boo. Company. Yeah, man. Poop. I... <laughs> that was That's not a new one. I like you at all. I didn't think that was clean. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Why know. did that just what come out of your mouth? What happened? I was there? trying to do like a kung fu thing, but like, poop, and it came out pow, 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 poop, pow, pow, yeah. bow, bow, kind of. Yeah, poop. That's not exactly what happened. No, poop. <laughs> I remember those tra- episodes of kung fu. Uh, yeah, pow, uh, smash, pow, poop. smash, poop, <laughs> crap. Diarrhea. Old chum, no. the time has come to wrap this up. Yeah. Of course, it's gotten into the scatological categories. <laughs> All right. I would like to thank our sponsors. Follow the game. I'm going to do that now. The Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston Steve Show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also brought to you by Acme, the Acme app. You can see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. You can visit acmemarkets.com for details. And also Only one of me. Meineke uh, for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow on our program, a Wednesday, Fox Good Day, secret text word, Justin Guarini. Yay! We love having him on. We he, do. He'll be joining us and more. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From perfect presents to savoring the season, the holidays are happening at Lowe's Winterfest. Save on gifts for your favorite DIYer, like $80 off a DeWalt 2 Tool 20 Volt Max Brushless Drill Kit, was $229, now $149. Or a Craftsman 6 Gallon Air Compressor, was $129, now $99. Find it all at Lowe's, in-store or online. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, U.S. only, valid to 12A.